You'd have the hell to the chief music already queued up. I was ready to thinking go. about it, but I'm like, no, that's you missed late. the chance. I was waiting for like some sheep in the background because it sounds like <laughs> the uh, hidden song on Undertow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what, uh, what is that, Brother Maynard? And uh, what something about the carrots? Yeah, even Damn with the, the rabbits that have eyeglasses. And yeah, yep, yep. So, welcome to uh, State of the Nerd, and welcome to Everyone's Got to Nerd Em. Where we are two 30 to 40 something year olds who talk about pretty much whatever we want. I'm Chris. And I'm Kyle. And if you guys would like to be a part of the community, join us, hang out with us, uh, discuss things, join the Discord show, or the links are in the show notes down below, below us. <laughs> there it is. Uh, Discord's free, a great little application to use to communicate with friends across the globe and around the world and all that stuff. Uh, we've got channels in there for video games and movies and anime and comics and ball sports and beer and Funkos and just all kinds of stuff. So there's something that you geek out about, that you nerd out about, that you just really love. There's a good chance somebody's in there talking about it. If not, let us know. We'll make you your own little special place there so you can discuss it. Also, if you want to hang out with us live and in person every Friday and Saturday night, mostly, uh, Chris and I both stream on Twitch. Uh Chris or their streams under Giver Unit 01, G U Y V E R U N T 01. And then I stream under uh, K SIG, K underscore S I G. We play community games on Friday night. We try to play some spooky games on Saturday night. So it's a good time. Usually they're about 7 30 ish Central Standard Time. We usually go hour and a half, two hours, sometimes three hours, depends on how we feel. So uh, check that out. Hang out with us. It's usually a good time. And, uh, you know, from Chris's intro, you know, two thirty to forty something. We're like up to five tonight, tonight, today, whatever time today. it is. Whenever it is when you're listening, it could be today, it could be tonight, whatever time you're listening. So we've got some great guests today. Uh, we've got Mr. B Rob over to my on the screen right. So B Rob and wave to the people. We got Doctor Justin down there, Doctor, um, and then we got Chof. Hi everybody, Howdy. lady. Doctor Lady, Doctor Lady, Doctor. So this is our 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 biggin, our biggin. This is our biggin. Chris has worked really hard putting a list of stuff together for us to talk about that we'll totally veer off topic on. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's just kind of our time to to get together to reminisce about the year prior. Probably bitch about a lot of stuff because I our little pre show talk. I think we got stuff <laughs> to complain about um, because we're getting older. That's what we're going to do. We're going to gripe. We're going to complain, especially be Rob. And so I'm. If it's She-Hulk, yeah. If it's She-Hulk, <laughs> did we allot him 45 minutes for She-Hulk on here? I didn't even check. Look. I mean, I don't need 45 minutes. I mean, She-Hulk stuff. That's, that's really yeah. all I need. Okay. Well, all right. Mark that off the list right now. 
Hulk sucks. Be rough. Okay, so there's lots of lots of stuff happened last year. There's lots of stuff coming up. So this is kind of our year in review, and then looking forward also. Mm-hmm. So um, there, oh God, there was so much stuff. There was so much stuff. But thanks to you three guys for coming and hanging out with us today, and I really appreciate it being a part of it, giving your your uh, deep and thoughtful and intelligent insights, and also thanks for being here, Chof. So yeah. we, uh, <laughs> always, always good. <laughs> he was on one last night. Yeah, he. Oh God, was he on one last night? Um, uh, he's half asleep now, so we can get him back. So yeah. even better. So I said three uh, alarms. First thing is we had listener of the year was kinetics, Woo! based off of his stats Boom. on Spotify and everything else. <laughs> uh, listener of the week this week is B Rob. Oh. Yay! Yay! Because he's been because he's actually here. Um, B-Rob has given us a lot of insight into the episodes. He'll either, uh, what I love about B-Rob, he's not afraid to tell us, you guys are wrong on that. You should not, you know, why didn't you talk about this? He He's not afraid to hold his tongue. Um, him and Justin both. It's just I hear from B-Rob more about what we do wrong. Mm-hmm. And the uh, 20 something, you, 20 something years I've known B Rob, he's <laughs> always been there to tell me what I've been doing wrong. So, <laughs> but listener of the week, B Rob. So, thank you, B Rob. Oh, you you're only enabling him to be more of an asshole to everybody, right? 100%. Because yes. yeah. yeah, I'm, try- I'm trying him. to do an anti chof. Well, um, you're the brunt I mean, of most of it, Justin. So, there's yeah, also you that. Most of it for oh, I know, I know. <laughs> I did almost pick you up a, um, I saw Target released, um, the flat that the the, the the Justice League series for uh, Funko, and I found that Flash when it for the first day it came out. I almost picked it up for you, and then like I turned around, that one? And you got it. That I figured you'd get it. Yeah. Oh, it's a love hate yeah, thing. Awesome. Up, yeah, I picked up Martian Manhunter and Green uh, Lantern. Those are pretty awesome. sweet. Oh, you need that Martian Manhunter, Chris. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know you have a really good friend that that got you that really cool you know book. Yep, collecting yep, all those. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Just saying. Just remember man thing. that's out there. Oh no, man thing. Never mind. Yep. Crap, I've already screwed up. Two I forgot. Totally I different. forgot. There's man thing. There's DC and the Marvel. Whatever. I got you a gift once. Okay. <laughs> is it because they're green? Is that why you confuse them? He's it like. Is. It is. I'm like he's here's like. The, here's a nice She-Hulk collection. Like this yeah, man he's thing. like Martian Manhunter. No, what? I love this Martian Manhunter show. Martian Manhunter TV show. Yeah. Uh, she's a lawyer. And she's really tiny. She was on Orphan Black. That's racist. All green people look alike to you, Kyle. Oh, <laughs> they do. They do. Jeez. Big burn from the it's doctor. I was really surprised that Kermit got his law degree and a show on Disney Plus. So <laughs> it's so nice. She Hulk is on Mandalorian, also. Um, okay, so more of a teal, but yeah, it's more of a teal. So first thing that we're going to start off with, I just put one that I think affects us the most going forward. Um, And if you guys have any others that you want to bring up, feel free. Celebs that we lost in 2022. I've got a whole ass list. So, yeah, I feel that the one that really hurts something that we all are going to love going forward um, is. um, I put James John Hurt. Um, Was it John Hurt? You don't even know. I'm trying to remember his name. 
I've been sick. Leave you're me just alone. Say Thunderbolt Ross. The yeah, whole Thunderbolt time. Ross. Um, I think that this his death put a kink in the Marvel plans for Phase Phase Five slash Six with Thunderbolts mm. because. In the comics, Thunderbolt Ross turned into Red Hulk. That's why we're going to get Harrison Ford. An 80-year-old Harrison Ford? Well, John Hurt wasn't... Yeah, he wasn't a spring chicken himself. That's true, too. That's true, too. (laughs) I mean, he died. Well, that's what kind of makes me afraid. Yeah, I don't want to see Harrison Ford in the role. I really don't. So, but, um, you know, there's big news on the Thunderbolt. Rumor mill too, um, such as that they are. Well, we can talk about them the going forward. Um, but yeah, that's the one that I put up there. Do you guys have any that really just impacted you from this last year? Well, well there was Xavier. also William Hurt. You know that. Oh yeah, William Hurt. Yeah, the true one. I can let you run with it. So hey, you have you have multiple monitors. Why isn't the the list up for you? Exactly. Isn't okay. John Hurt the guy from Seinfeld, the boss? Or is that somebody else? I think John Hurt was in 1984. Now I'm I, I'm gonna, I'm John <laughs> Hurt was... He was... Um, wasn't that... Yeah. He was in... Um, Doctor Who. He was in... Um, he played the War Doctor, and he did... Um, was there, he in Harry Potter? He was in Harry Potter. He gave out the wands. He was... Uh, what was the name? Ollivander. Ollivander. So yeah, so wrong one. He died a while back. He he died in 2017. Yeah. I forget what I said about John Hurt. A little little late there, but paying our respects <clears throat> anyway. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, we we lost a few. I mean, I don't know what they'll do with that. They're it's recasting a Hulk, so they've already got some experience. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's an old hat for them. Yeah. So I, I, they'll handle it. I don't know who okay. would be good at it, but I mean, is Harrison Ford actually in the talks for it? They, there's a lot of talking that he was he was in the front running of doing it. Man, but he'll probably ask for the character get killed off after the first episode or whatever. Yeah, so <laughs> tired of it. Gonna be done. Yeah, just put Leticia Wright in there as Thunderbolt Ross. Just <laughs> if someone dies, she'll just uh, <laughs> she'll be just be kind of. Oh, so we need an old white guy that... What about Kevin Costner? Like, he could probably do it. I would love to see Nicolas Cage as Thunderbolt Ross. Oh, you crazy. (laughs) Can you see him as Red Hulk? Oh, yeah, that's that's not what I'm asking about, though. I'm more at, like... I think it should be Lou Ferrigno. There you go. Bring it all around. (laughs) I mean... Could we get like Tommy Lee Jones? Maybe that would be cool. He's old, but he's still hanging in there. Has he been anything recently? I don't think uh-uh. so. That kind of worries he's, me now. He's he's pretty much retired from acting. Fine. Shoot my dreams down. Just uh, get Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. Just age him up. Yeah. Let's see, who else did we, we got lose? CGI now? Arbor Walter. So I mean, we had Ray Liotta from Goodfellas. That oh, was a yeah, big one. Yeah, one of my yeah. favorite movies. Uh, Robbie Coltrane. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hagrid. That was a big one. Bob Saget. Uh, mm-hmm. Taylor um, Hawkins from Foo Fighters. Yep. Yeah. Um, 
Bob, we lost a a host of comedians that old school comedians I loved. Yeah, Gilbert Godfrey. Gilbert Godfrey, Bob Saget, Louis Anderson. Leslie Jordan. Leslie, oh, that was a big one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well-beloved little uh, old man. Leslie Jordan with my business associate, Benji. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Coolio. Okay, forgot Coolio. Oh, I forgot about. Hey, we lost Coolio. Anne Hache. Mm-hmm. Eh. James Con. Yeah. Well, I forgot about Con. It's so funny how you forget about like it hits you and you're like affected by it because you feel like you know these celebrities, but then like later on, like a couple weeks later, you're like, oh, that's right, that's right, they died. Yeah. Like, well, because you're still you're just used to seeing like they pop up in things still, you know, because they're forever there. Meatloaf, I forgot Meatloaf was last year. Oh, you know, like right. Scott Hall. Oh, yes. Scott Hall. I like, thought it was wild watching Glass Onion, and in the very beginning, because uh, it's supposed to be during the first of the pandemic, um, Daniel Craig is having a uh, some type of Zoom party, and one of the people in there at the top left was Angela Lansbury, and I was like, "Oh my god," because uh, she died, yeah. uh, you know, early October. That's right. She died just before her birthday too, didn't she? Right. Yeah. So ninety-seven. Good for her. Uh-huh. We lost the queen. Yeah, uh, the that, queen. Yep, that happened. Kirstie Alley. Yeah, Kirstie yeah. Alley, um, Lynn. Those and of Naomi us who, Judd, who grew up on Cheers. That was a big one. Yes, I, I always like who's talking. Yeah, yeah. Look who's talking. There's still a couple Star of Trek movies. Uh, Olivia Newton-John. That was a that was a weird one for me. Mm-hmm. Your first um, sexual awakening. Yes, that mm. too. <laughs> Irene Cara, one of my favorite singers. Jane, uh, James Con. Oh, James Con, yeah. B Rob. Oh, already mentioned yeah. that. Cool story, bro. Cool story. Sorry, sorry. I'm going through. I'm trying to. Uh, oh, what about one. William Hurt or John Hurt? What about him? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. John one Hurt of those. <laughs> a All the Hurt. A big one for me that really hit close to home because I grew up on him Jason David Frank. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and he's. Basically close to he was close to all of our ages. So by suicide. So your guys' age. Unfortunately, quite a few of those this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I think that affected me the most was I mean, just personally, it's probably Taylor Hawkins for the Foo Fighters since I traveled to watch them. I mean, so knowing that I won't ever see that, I doubt they ever they play again as the Foo Fighters, so he might do something else. But so that was the big one. I mean, I've seen them like nine times. That um and did yeah we, that was a big one did we say kevin conroy already oh no oh no, no. yeah that's, so that's a huge one in our yeah. community mm-hmm. the arguably the um definitive batman voice yep mm-hmm. um paul servino yeah there's uh, several actors from like the sopranos and goodfellas just all of them so yeah, there was there was a bunch that hit us. Um, Justin was the one that hit you more than others. Every time I was about to say one, B Rob would say it. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, we're we're on the same page. But yeah, the Taylor Hawkins was so unexpected, and because um, you know, Foo Fighters is definitely for our generation uh, probably one of the most influential bands, and and having him just at a young age now to me. 
at 50 because <laughs> I'm I'm uh, less than a decade away from that. So it's just crazy when people like that pass and it's not necessarily, you know, when they're not sick, when they're not, you know, it's not a long drawn out thing. So right. when you just don't see talent like that, anymore. I mean, Kat, the first concert I took her to watch them, she was not a fan. And then when he gets off the drum kit and then can pick up any instrument and, and, and then take over singing. I mean, you just don't see that level of talent much anymore. Right. I don't know if people have gotten lazier or, or what is it? I mean, and he just seemed like a, obviously I never met him or anything, but every interview or anything I really ever heard of, he was a really humble guy. Yeah, for sure. That's what I, that's what I heard too. Um, Kyle, this is your part here. Okay. Well, <laughs> just the, the main topic, I wanted us to have a good discussion about trends that we're noticing. And we hit this a little bit pre-show so we can really get on it now. Things that we're noticing on movies, TV, et cetera, things that are starting to change and happen. Um, and my big thing, and I'll go ahead and kick it off so we can have some conversation on it, um, is mostly revolved, revolving around a lot of it is stemming from, you know, us having Disney Plus and streaming and stuff on demand really quickly um, are that there's so much content coming out right now that like as, as I was going through our flow and looking at all the movies from last year and, all, you know, that like, and I, I got to watch like maybe half of them, maybe. And um, just so much content. First, it's hard to keep up. You know, there was just off of our list, and this isn't even, our list isn't even a comprehensive list of stuff to go over. Um, mostly DC, Marvel, Star Wars type stuff. From last year, there's like 20 movies, 11 TV shows. We've got five new things coming up from DC. Marvel has eight TV shows coming up, possibly five movies. There's possibly six things from Star Wars coming up coming out next year that it just almost like there's so much stuff and i had that fear of you know i've got fomo fear of missing it. like i don't want to miss this stuff but then trying to find time to like okay well am i just gonna binge it now i'm gonna be behind um there's that side of it and then there's also kind of the quality side of things because the early this is our two-parter my rant of it um when we first started seeing stuff coming out from Marvel and Star Wars and stuff early on, Star Wars is still holding in there pretty good. Um, we were getting like blockbuster quality production from these uh, relaunches and these new um, properties coming out, the, or these new series coming out off of old properties. And like it was exciting and it was fresh and it was new and it looked really good. And then it seems like it's slowly getting watered down a little bit. Um, and not necessarily from all these franchises, even the newer stuff coming out that we're kind of excited about. I started watching uh, Willow, the TV series the other day. I've made it through one episode, and I'm, I was super excited about it because I love Willow. But it, I had that expectation of like blockbuster quality production, and it almost there were times it felt like I was watching a Saturday morning special with the way the set looked or way everything like it just wasn't like it was good but it wasn't like blowing me away like i was expecting it to and so it feels like there's just so much stuff coming out that a lot of it's getting rushed it'll be hard to keep up with all of it and i kind of want to hear what you guys your takes on that and because you know what you guys think let's and well let's start off with basically yeah. The way my screen set up is square, so we'll just start off on the left. So we'll start with B-Rob. 
I mean, I think I think you always have to take um, keep your expectations um, in check. You know, when you see something you're going to be really excited about, that's going to be a Disney Plus series, a series, and not the yeah. movie. I mean, the quality is not. I mean, the the parts you're talking about, like the big sets and and some of the production quality is not going to be the same. I think the challenge becomes and has been in my mind not only the writing but the constant change in um, mindset, direction, leadership, where, you know, you're like with Marvel. And this is the thing I say all the time and you guys are sick of hearing about it is just, you know, the comedy, you know, there, there are characters that were comedic. And then I feel like there's a lot of forced comedy and it is, I don't know if it's to reach the masses, if it's to change this, um, change the story, change the uh, narrative to be more appealing to the masses. Um, but like, I do, I do truly think she, I, I love the actress. Um, I love all the actors. I really thought there was something there and it just turned into Thor love and thunder on me. And it's just something I could never get over because that's not what I feel like it, it, to me. I, it can't be explained how that was going to push her narrative forward to be an Avenger. And that's, usually where my opinion comes in on the comedy. I don't understand how how some things in people's minds um, are going to push things forward in a universe to make a character appealing. But I think that's where it comes from. There's, there's these constant changes in leadership and mindset to to change the direction of characters or, you know, or just, again, you can only do so much with a crappy script. I mean, look at Green Lantern. I think Brian Reynolds was a great Hal Jordan. I think the premise was there. I just am... I just think the movie itself was, you know, I don't feel like it was as bad as everybody else does because I'm a big Green Lantern fan, but it could have been so much better. And I think we're always going to be, um, have those opinions because we are super fans of so many things. Do you think that on that note, do you think that hurts our opinions sometimes? Like uh, what I'm asking is, do you think that we ha- we put so much expectation into it that we can just say, "I hate this because this is how it should be," so um, I'm going to go in with this preconceived notion that I'm not going to like it already. Yeah, the toxic fandom for sure. We see it nonstop, especially uh, well, not necessarily especially, but we see it a little bit more in Star Wars but it's starting to creep up pretty much everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I was going to say, um, you know, expectations, just like B-Rob, I guess 2023 is the year that B-Rob and I agree on everything. So <laughs> B-Rob just texted us that his computer just decided to restart. Oh, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> Windows update. Oh, I'll be back. Man, I was just getting ready to push back on the She-Hulk. I'll wait till he's back till I push back for that. Him. Yeah. But um, Justin, what I want, I want you to go on this. But what I really want to hear your opinion on that front, um, kind of what B-Rob said, was on the DC side. Justin is our big DC fan. <laughs> like, out of all of us, he's the biggest DC fan. I'm a huge DC fan because I love Green Lantern. I love Batman. But I love The Flash. But Justin, you know, takes that to a whole new level. So why don't you talk about that? Uh, well, and in, in to slightly address what Kyle was saying, um, I mean, it's it's a really good problem to have to have so much to watch that you can't watch everything, if that makes sense. And yep. so, uh, you know, 10 years ago, we would be 
just clamoring, just like, oh, please give us a Loki season two. Oh, please give us, you know, all of these things that are coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's it's kind of a double-edged sword because it's like, okay, well, do we only want one or two, or let's say in a given year, do we only want like four things? Like we used to get, you know, one one Marvel movie, one DC movie, maybe a TV, you know, this or that. Uh, or do we want many different things so we can choose from? And if we don't get to watch everything, so be it. Uh, but I know I'm going to watch, um, you know, the Doom Patrol. I know I'm going to watch, um, you know, a lot of the um, things that, especially for DC, the Titans uh, and several other things. It's like, man, it's it may not be movie movie studio quality, but it's at the same time, it's, you know, a lot of it's still pretty good. Um, and, uh, since B-Rob's back, the, um, I don't know if you saw, I almost sent you a, an article, uh, by Dan or the She-Hulk comic writer, Dan Slott. If you know who that is, he wrote most of the She-Hulk. Uh, he came out saying that the She-Hulk, since he wrote, you know, all of the comics or not all, but a majority that the She-Hulk, um, series on Disney plus is the closest that, he's ever seen to an actual comic um and so the i thought that was really interesting uh as far as pushback to people because because b-rob's not by by himself by any means there's a lot of people that that said that she hulk was a little too this a little too that um and i thought that was really interesting that that dan slot came out and said hey you know even though i didn't write this show this is the closest thing that's to my writing that i've seen in the comic books but uh but with getting back to um the dc stuff i think with the changes we're gonna see a huge shift in and i say changes with the changes in leadership both at uh disney and at um Oh, yeah, Warner Brothers and and all of that, whatever's happening now. I think we are going to see a shift going, kind of supporting what you're saying, Kyle, as far as less quantity and more quality. And I mean, I'm okay with that too, for sure. Uh, but I, I've had no problem with sitting down and watching and 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 going through. And and there's things like Willow, for instance. I haven't seen it. I'm not going to watch it. I, I, it was an okay show or movie back in the day, uh, but I wasn't that. So I'm just going to skip it. But there are certain things that as soon as it comes out, I'm like, yes, you know, Bad Batch came out. I'm like, yes, uh, let's go ahead and start watching that. Uh-huh. And it does make it hard to stay current. But also I I didn't sign up to be a uh, nerd podcast um show host so <laughs> lies well i want to i want to piggyback off what you said just a little bit because yeah. um talking about like what i was talking about my my fear of missing out and trying to keep up with everything as m- much as warner brothers dc is doing some really weird shit lately um there is one thing that mo- they're Previous, and I'm going to go with probably as of right now, current model is becoming more and more appealing to me uh, because it's not all tied and episodic and everything like that. It's not all, well, if you miss this, you're not going to understand what's happening in this. You be Rob off again. Take that, <laughs> be Rob. And so there's this thing with Marvel, which it, I have a love hate thing with. I love that everything's tying together. And mm-hmm. it's creating this huge universe of all these interconnected stories. 
you know, I mean, Marvel's got almost this whole kind of almost anthology type thing. Like it's all tying together in some shape or form, but me trying in my mind being a completionist, you know, it's hard for me to watch something if I've missed something that happened in between. And so then I got to go back and rewatch it. And I feel like I have to do that with Marvel or I'm going to miss out on something cool and important. And, but with DC, I can just pick up something and watch it. And it doesn't matter in the great grand scheme of things, because we may have seven new Batman movies next year and they're all different Batmans, you know, and 12 Joker, you know, and I can just pick one like, okay, I like this one. I'm going to watch this one because it doesn't tie into everything before. And so it's not as stressful as a fan. Mm -hmm. Um, Marvel is starting to stress me out as a fan, because if I miss a series, now I'm 10 hours behind. I'm looking at things on a, on like a time frame, right? Mm-hmm. When I'm trying to budget my time to enjoy things, we're like, okay, well, I'm, you know, I've missed all of Hawkeye. Still, you know, I like I need to go back and watch that. Well, there's like ten to twelve hours that I need to catch up on there. There's the same thing with the, you know, there's a couple of movies now, and like I got behind. And with as fast as stuff is coming out, once you get behind, like you need, like I need to take like a week off from work just to catch up on all this shit. Mm-hmm. And with DC, you don't really have to do that as much you can pick up a series you can go and it's just not all tying in together so i my time frame budget is starting to kind of shift a little bit more to the dc side maybe just because i can grab stuff and watch it yeah and i think when the avengers came out and uh you know phase one phase two everybody was claiming like oh my god we have to have a dark universe what was the whole um Warner Brothers, uh, Tom Cruise, Dark Universe. Mummy. Yeah, the mummy uh, and all the other stuff. Everyone's like, we got to have a universe. We got to have monsterverse. a monsterverse. And uh, I think now more people are starting to come on your side, Kyle. And, and they're like, okay, maybe having everything connected is actually going to be a detriment because somebody that picks up, uh, you know, uh, television series on disney plus well they've actually got to go back and do some research if you will you know watch 68 hours of this just to know what what that meant whenever they said this as a side uh, little you know that type of thing and so i yeah. think i think there is some pushback for sure um but i mean what a great problem to have <laughs> you know hey mm-hmm. there's um i already subscribed to this disney plus and man there's hours upon hours upon hours of new content that I just haven't seen yet. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's, it's a, definitely a double-edged sword to be able to have all the content, but then also, you know, and I think that goes back to what B-Rob was saying with expectations. If your expectation is just to be entertained, then cool. But if your expectation is to be a completionist and you have to know everything and, and you know, that then it gets stressful for sure. Um, so yeah, I, I completely agree. And I don't know if you were, uh, if your computer was hating you or not, B-Rob, but, um, I was saying how I agreed with you and I think 2023 is going to be the year that we both agree on everything. So, which is weird. Which is weird. Apocalypse. Yeah. That's probably why my computer shut about down. Memorial Day and see how it goes. So. <laughs> it's so, probably, yeah, the computer well, didn't like it. So. Well, and I do also think, and I think somebody may have said it while I was on it, I apologize, is, um, I think it's going to be harder to get just, I think it's going to be harder to develop the super fan almost because of 
it, they're going to have to be, people are going to, like, new fans are going to have to luck into finding something they really love because there is so much content. Like, we know, like, like I knew enough about Doom Patrol because I'm not a huge DC guy, but I knew, and I saw the cast, I knew I would like it. And, and I've loved it ever since. And, and you know, I know Just, Justin's a big DC guy. I love the DC shows. Um, I, I think that they just kill Marvel on, on the TV series. I love The Flash, The, uh, the Arrow, uh, Titans, Doom Patrol. I've loved them all. I mean, I even love Stargirl, as cheesy as it is. Um, oh, I love Stargirl. Because I feel like they've done Solomon Grundy the best that anybody's done it yet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but also I do the, think it's the animated be, side. Yeah, the animated side. I mean, yeah, and that's and that's a huge overload, Kyle, like Kyle was saying. There, there's something like that that drops all the yeah. time. So, well, we've... We've said all that from the beginning, though. You know, it's Marvel had the movies. DC had the formula for the TV shows and everything else. But now I kind of want to go when we talk about the 2023, um, Kyle, what you were saying, how you want to go to DC because you can just jump right into it. I think that formula is about to change with the two new heads. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. And, you know. And I'm, I'm backtracking on what I was saying last year. Like, man, I kind of wish DC would kind of tie some stuff together a little bit. But now I'm like, oh, I kind of like it. And some of the bitches are going to go changing on me. Like, just when I was getting ready to jump ship. But one thing I kind of, before we move on to anything else that I want to hit on when we're talking about all this content and trying to get caught up. Imagine, okay, being like a, a young teen right now and, and being able to finally start watching some of these uh, more uh, ad- adult type movies and stuff with Marvel and like you know there's more in DC with more violence and language and stuff like that and you're now of age where you can start watching this and you realize like you're jumping in in the middle of it and there's all this backlog of stuff like tr- I'm thinking of them trying to bring in new people so being somebody new not necessarily even like a you know a, a teenager just like somebody's like oh I want to get into this and like kind of like what Justin was sitting on and we're just going to pick up with the newest Marvel movie. Now you have no clue about what's going on with anything. And that's going to be, it's, it's going to be harder to bring in new people, I think. Um, because then if you're bringing in somebody, like I said, like me, that's like a completionist and wants to know what's going on with everything, it's overwhelming. And I don't know if there's a middle ground for that, if there's a solution. I don't think there is. I think Marvel's too far down the rabbit hole now to do anything with that. And if DC, switching at least now you can jump on board with it but yeah i know it keeps me up at night the other side of that is if you find something you really like and you're like oh wait there's a whole like series about this person or there's a whole uh or there's a movie that includes this person i just watched this one show and i can now go back to four different movies and see the background of that i think you know that's that's the other side to it um with having so much content is you know if you find something you do like there's probably going to be things for you to go back and watch that will make that even better uh because you'll see the background and you'll see how it led up to it um so you're definitely i think what most people think um kyle with you know slow down let's let's have a little bit more quality and less quantity i think a lot of people are in that same camp Adam, what do you think? Uh, The sad thing is, I think the complete opposite of, uh, I think, A, we're talking about, especially with teens, they have, like, 
Saturday morning cartoons have kind of fallen to the wayside. Now they can like wake up on Saturday, binge watch for hours of this stuff. They're gonna and like and and like uh, Justin said, they're gonna they're gonna connect with one character and then have nothing but backlog of stuff to catch up and watch. Just like I, I think one of the problems is like we're all looking at it. Like I was saying earlier, like kind of from a nostalgia, we're all old nerds. How did you get into Iron Man? You read probably issue 256. Did you have to go back to one? No, you just started from there. You caught, you got backed up and again, reboot remakes all the time. I think the other problem is like uh, the She-Hulk things are different, but like other comics where people keep saying like, that's not the character. It's like, well, are you taking the character from 1930, the reboot, Marvel mm-hmm. 52, blah, you know, all the all these other iterations that maybe Chris started reading this and 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 that's and that's the problem with like the fandom too. It's you might have read the comic 10 years earlier. Now the new reboot, the new timeline, whatever happened, that's where you started. Like I'm a big I'm a big example like I loved Marvel comics, but yeah, it was like an, it was kind of daunting knowing like okay, I have to go find these episodes, especially back in the day. It wasn't like just now I can download uh, the app. Uh, was it Marvel? Whatever, get everything on there and read them as I want. Uh, Marvel Unlimited, I think. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah I think that's it. Um, but yeah, back in the day, I have to go to Wizards Asylum and try to find some back ones, and you weren't finding number one. You're like, never it, finding it, number one. You're still yeah, not finding number it, one. It was behind thing. Yeah. Or it was behind the shelf, and it was like a three hundred dollar price tag back in eighty five. So yeah, no one's reading that. Uh, mm-hmm. And so, so literally, when, when a lot of this, like when um, a lot of the Marvel artists jumped to Image and they created Image Comics, that's I started number one Savage Dragon. Like that's why that's still my favorite comic. Like because I got it from the beginning to the end, you know, and all that, and so. I, I do look at it from a little and and like I think we talked about last time we all got together about Star Wars. And I think you said then you're like, we need to slow it down. And I was like, no, fire hose, give it to me, give it everything you can to me. Because I, I'm 40. I don't have 20 years between trilogies to wait, you know, like we've we have in the past. So I'd rather I'd rather you you give it to me and maybe ruin a storyline but then fix it next time. Or I would like to get off the Skywalker stuff. Like, yeah. you know, give me, give me the other stuff. And we're getting there, thankfully. Uh, but I, so far I've, I, I mean, I've disliked a couple of the movies or whatever, but again, I'm still, I'm that fan. It's like, I'd rather see it than not ever get it. And, you know, and now that we're getting it like yearly daily and it's multiple stories and, like I said, as long as it's, I, I know Disney, like we we kind of hate on Disney for what they did to it, but at least with since they own it and they have Disney Plus, it's not like Game Pass or or anything where it's like there's a possibility of it going away. You know, it's like no, yeah. it's gonna be there. The like for me, the FOMO doesn't exist because because at least it's there. Like like if I had to go look for it or buy it, yeah, then I then I get FOMO. But I and I'm you, like and you'd be pissed. Yeah, I'm perfectly comfortable. Like, oh, it's sitting there on Disney Plus. Anytime I want to start it, anytime I don't, I don't want to play with Guyver on Friday and Saturday and go watch some some stuff. Hey, uh, yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> but uh, 
And 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 the other problem with me is I was such a Marvel person and then image. I don't I don't have any nostalgia or care for the DCU or the DC stuff. So all of that stuff getting thrown at me, I'm like, yeah, okay, I dodge it and I focus on my stuff. Like, like I was that kind of nerd back then. Like I was not hyper focused, but I was more focused. And I understand, and I did read DC like DC comics too, but I was just still like, man. You know, I just, I just never, never got its hooks in me. Well, I, think so I, think, I think that's the difference yeah. between then and now, though, is like, <laughs> as stupid as this is going to sound, is in the past, we were kids, I, I don't think we were as accepting of people to, like Marvel versus DC or East Coast versus West Coast rap or alternative. That's true, yeah. And so I think it's, I think it's very different now. I mean, you may like, yeah, the, you may have liked the character, but like, I wasn't going to openly admit that I like Green Lantern. A couple of my buddies right. were just hardcore Marvel guys when I was younger. So yeah, well, and and like I was saying, like back then, it was literally the comic books, and even at a dollar ninety nine a piece, when ten of them came out, like talk about FOMO, like twelve of them would come out in a in a year, just of that storyline. If if they did a team up, that was another five or six, and then if there was a set like a separate. I don't know, some like the West Coast Avengers, East Coast Avengers, like why the both of them have Spider-Man at this time. So you had to go read those to figure out why he went there. You know, it's like, like back then it was like, I didn't have money to buy everything. Now, like I was saying, since everything is so cheap in, you know, in a way, like I said, the Marvel uh, thing, you can illegally download. I mean, not endorsing it, but you can legally download every DC comic, every Marvel comic, read them, go and like, so I, I think, like, you're right. We're not as, ex- well, we're more accepting because you can be like, oh, no, Flash was great. Go read these and you can go get them. Like, you can mm-hmm. you can be like, yeah, it's like, yeah. So, I, like I said, I'm I'm just the opposite. Like I said, like, with, with a lot of the Saturday morning cartoons and stuff like that, I think the kids, this is the kids' Saturday morning cartoons. And, I mean, we're getting, we're getting cartoons. Was it X-Men 97? X-Men 97. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like. So we're bringing that back to the kids, and like and like I said earlier, off uh, off the recording, how it's like nostalgia hits us, but nostalgia has no bearing on the on kids. So that's why they're updating it and fic- like making it more attractive to younger audiences. Yeah, let's be old and crotchety, Joe. Oh no, amen. Uh, you know I'm old and crotchety. <laughs> I'm just trying to be nice, but I I do I do, I uh like at this point I kind of like I said like. I'm I am being the the devil's advocate, I guess, in a way. But I I do I disagree that I want it all. Like I like I said, like I want it all. Like burn me out now, so I don't have so I don't have FOMO when I'm sixty, and then they you know sixty or seventy on my deathbed, and they they say, hey, the new Star Wars is coming out next or in two years. I'm like, well, I'm dead. It's like you know, or so, you know, like I'd rather get it all now. Then be like, well, we got to put this on the back burner for forty years until it's new again, and then I'm yeah. I, then I'm not, then I'm not I'm not even necessary. But yeah, I do. I want to hear like you could put out fifty new shows about all the bounty hunters, like, and I'd and I'd be I would I'd actually make, love that. Yeah, I would watch every one of them because mm-hmm. that was the only books I read was about the bounty hunters of the Star Wars universe, and like, yeah, would Tales, it fit the book? Tales no? from Jabba, uh, what was it? Tales from Jabba's yeah palace, um, yeah. Yeah, there's a couple a of them. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, right, so, so like I said, I'm... Grudgingly, yeah, I'm going to agree with Chof. And what that made me think of was um, 
Doctor Who. And so like my mm. my doctor is David Tennant, but my kiddo's doctor is Matt Smith. Mm-hmm. And um and I think it's all about your entry point and what you first start watching that becomes yours. And so that um but it all works together the whole Doctor Who, you know, series works together. So it doesn't matter where you come into it. There's you can watch back episodes and be like, oh, this is how they got to that point. Or you can just start at wherever you are and just enjoy that forward. Um, so, yeah, I, I think you have, I'm, I think I'm more in line with Shof than I am with, uh, with Kyle. So well, I'm shifting now. Easily <laughs> influenced. I mean, I, 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 I see both sides. I, I just, I, I, I do see both sides. Yeah. I, I see both sides. I just don't want to be laying on my deathbed. Screaming, I hate you, Lucas, or whoever, for <laughs> ruining what I've loved my entire life. You know what yeah, I mean? He'll be dead so, by then. So if yeah. there's 50 things, I, I'd rather, mm-hmm. I'd like to see 25 that are high quality, but that's also high quality to me. It's not high quality to Justin, So or high quality mm-hmm. to Joe. So I mean, it is, it is, we're all, as it, super fans, it's always going to be one of those things. I, I love that I always mm-hmm. have something new to watch. Yeah, um, I do love mm-hmm. that, um, and and the quality for the most part, I mean, is there. But it, again, it's 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 a lot of that is when it's something that I wasn't as passionate about. You know, it's not yeah. X Men, it's not Deadpool, it's not Green Lantern, uh, it may not be Star Wars. It's all these other little subverses and other little things that I, oh yeah, this is this is really good. But it's not something that I just live or live live and die. So. And hey. we already know on your tombstone it's gonna say here lies B Rob. She Hulk sucks. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say boomers. Uh, those two words that uh, I refuse to utter. No, that'll oh, be on the back. I almost yeah. got you to say you them. Almost got it, me did to almost, say it. it almost happened. Almost oh happened. my god. Yeah. Oh my god. Also, also I think we're forgetting that this is about money. So and Always. and keeping these keeping these streaming services, net Netflix is is hitting that. They don't have enough influx of new stuff anymore so people are well there's other reasons people are canceling their subscriptions on netflix but i think oh this is all canceling the shows like a day after they release yeah and so uh, i actually the night like that that makes me not honestly it makes me not want to finish the series because it's like what's the point why like if i yeah. knew it was going to be a limited series cool i accept that but then i'm like okay i'm actually starting to get into the show we're halfway through and then it's like oh and now there's no possibility of season two like constantine yeah i loved that one and then they canceled it you know like halfway through the series um Swamp Thing is another great example. Back when the DC channel was there, I got almost all the way through it, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, it's canceled." It's like I don't want to finish it. Yeah, like, I just have lost all desire to finish this. Yeah, there needs to, and that's, and, and like I said, like that's the only FOMO I've ever had was like the Netflix uh, Marvel series, like when you know Disney bought it, and it was like these are going away, and never, and I'm like. I did like some of them, you know. But now they're yeah. legends. Yeah, and then now and now Disney has you know them, so it's yeah, like so okay, and the circle's know. complete. I wouldn't personally mind seeing some more like closed-ended stuff, like we were talking about, like limited runs. Like this is the story and it ends. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would totally be okay with a little bit more of that, like not total shifting to that, 
but just some more of, okay, like here's a story from beginning to end and that's it, you know, and it doesn't necessarily have to be like Marvel DC or whatever. I just, I would be happy with some more things like that, that you can, you know, watch like over Moon a week. Knight. Yeah. Like Moon Knight or just some, just some, some self-contained stories. Yeah. I would be happy with that too. Like the what ifs. Yeah. And like the what ifs. Uh, is the Watchmen for DC? The yes. Watchmen they had one one series one episode or one so one season, and it was probably the best TV honestly I've ever watched. I mean it's it's so good, and it's also set in Tulsa, so mm-hmm. yeah, um, futuristic. But you know they didn't feel Damon Lindelof didn't feel the need for season two because that first season or that one lone season was so good. Mm-hmm. And you know if we can do, and I think that goes back to your quality over quantity. Um, if you write it really well and it's that good, it can stand the test of time. It can be mm-hmm. by itself. You don't need a second season. Yeah. Uh, and that's honestly why I was kind of hoping, even though as much as I loved Loki, I was kind of hoping it was going to stay as one season because it was such a good season. And then, of course, season two is coming out here soon. Yeah, um, they just left that on too much of a cliffhanger. Yeah, if they would have like yeah. changed the ending, and it had been, yeah, I, I 100% agree. Because, but also there needs to be like, I think one of the problems is like. You know, they're measuring success on these streaming shows by subscriptions, I think, more than they are viewership. Like, yeah, if everybody on Netflix watches this one thing, they're like, oh, but no one new signed up to watch it. They're like, well, it's not it's not making us any money. And I think that's a big that's a big problem with all the streaming services to begin with. They're like, like, oh, you put it out and then you're not selling it on a DVD or if you do, it's fifty, sixty dollars. So you're forcing them to go get a subscription. Yeah, I, I think I think what you should do is you should make it, and then maybe before you say you cancel it, make the DVD or Blu-ray and make it like twenty dollars and see how well it sells. That will show you how much interest there is actually. Keeping you know, it and yeah, because it's like because like yeah, it's like most of us, most everybody I know either already has all these services, so anything new is not getting us to sign up, and mm-hmm. the few people that don't have it. Literally, it's like, oh, this one thing. Hey, can I come over to your house and watch it? Or will you give me your password until they completely block that out? It's like, yeah, it's like I don't, I don't have Disney Plus. I'm borrowing someone's password, and mm-hmm. I, you know, it's like, and they borrow my password on something else. So it's like, there's that. So once they crack down on that, they'll either make us all mad, or we're all finally sign up for it, and they'll make a bazillion dollars, or more illegal downloads will happen. Either, you know, like I said, like. The, them coming out with it, I think, is a is is their problem to deal with. How can they financially support it? It's good for us because we got plenty of stuff to watch. Yeah, but I mean, all all these and all these streaming services are starting to uh, put in uh, commercialized versions of their of their stuff. It's like, Which yeah, it's cheaper. Me off. Uh, it, it only pisses me off that they're raising the prices and then like the, the commercials with it. Well, that or the the commercial version is like there is their cheap tier, but it's the old price tier, you know. So it's like, yeah. well, if it'd be that a sucks. cheaper tier, if it would have came out that way from the like, if it was been like Hulu, Hulu was what free on on a PC, and then if hey, if you wanted to watch anything else, here's this price with commercials, or you pay this price without commercials. Yep. Like yeah, yeah. I still have Hulu with commercials. I'm like, I'm not, you know, I can sit through. It gives me a break to run and do something, even though yeah, I could pause or whatever, but. I'm yeah. I'm fine with that the requires effort. Yeah, I'm yeah. Mm. Me to lift a finger, ain't doing it. 
All right, we're going to move on. I'll that went on a lot more list. than I thought it would. That was yes, good. it did. Good. Thank you, Kyle. That was good talks. I did my part. All right. Okay, so we're going to kind of breeze through this. Speed one. run. Um, I got a list of the highest grossing movies from 2022. Mm-hmm. This list um, began was the start of me stressing out over things. That's when I realized I've only seen like a couple, yeah. maybe yeah. half. Maybe. I don't even think I've seen even close to that. Mm-hmm. So, but like some of these were surprising to me, to be honest. Um, the number one movie for last year, highest grossing, was Top Gun Maverick. That doesn't shock me that much. That one doesn't. That was high. That was up a great movie. Time. I still got to watch it. I might do that today. Number two, this one surprised me Avatar The Way of the Water. I didn't watch it. I have no desire to watch it. I'll watch it once it's out on Disney Plus in February. That's that's a three-hour movie. Even me with my newly like developed teacher bladder, I don't think I can make it through a like a cinema session of that. That's a three hours. I'm watching that at the house with some popcorn and some beer. Well, that goes back to what we were saying. Like they're these movies also getting so long. It's just a better environment to watch them at home. You can pause them. You can. Yeah. Yeah, watch so them without I, pants on. I'll never be able to be. I'll never be convinced that watching a movie at home is better than watching that theater. Oh, I, I, I and then when I say better, I didn't mean better, but it's still it's cheaper on par. It is, it's yeah, absolutely it's cheaper. cheaper. I will pay it's for cheaper, a movie theater popcorn and uh, just the the memory. I can turn closed. Ca- I can turn you, closed captions on. You're going to remember where you were for a good movie sometimes a lot better if you were somewhere else than in your own living room. And who you're with. I'm, I'm with but Avatar. Avatar, I miss I didn't watch the first one in the theater, so I was not going to miss watching it. Um, this one in the theaters, and it was great. Um, my six year old, I loved it. My six year old was on the edge of her seat almost the entire yeah. movie, and T was uh, my eight year old was pretty much the same way, but. She's very any anytime there's a strong female character, she's going to be very, very into it anyway. But just the artistry and just the uh, the settings, and you know, and Tinker even said it. He's like, I want to see what how they're going to redo uh, Disney World someday because they'll probably take a piece of the way of water and maybe change mm-hmm. up the uh, the Navi water ride or something. I don't know, but it was funny yeah. to have that he thought of that before I ever said anything. I'm I'm awesome. impressed that you had a six year old and an eight year old through a three hour damn movie. Yeah, theater. That's it's a rarity. That's off to you, sir. Yeah, but they were great. So oh. they they did say Cameron did say for the third one that it's going to be Fire Navi, mm-hmm. which coincides with I guess he's also uh, did I read he was directing the Avatar: The Last Airbender. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, either movie or show, and it coincides with that, you know, the fire. And so I'm like, it's all the same now. You think well, you got well, a story mixed Avatar. up, and now they're just going with it? It's like, oh, wrong. Okay, well, we're here now. And yeah, and this guy can no one save the me. world. Yeah. So the uh, uh, so 2023 is not the year that B Rob and I agree on. <laughs> oh. That was fun while it lasted. I want to so. hear. This. I want to hear this. <laughs> that was I, record time. Sit, sit back. You're about to get a rant. All right. Oh my okay. god. This okay. So went and watched Avatar: Way of the Water yesterday. IMAX 3D. I wanted to experience it. And so um, with you know the biggest grossing movie of all time, you'd think it would have some type of cultural impact. But when's the last time you saw a kid walking around uh, Halloween dressed as a Navi or something? No, you don't. Oh, and Native I, American, you mean? I think um, the 
I compare James Cameron and like these type of movies, the Avatar to like Transformers. It looks really pretty, but it is shit. The writing is shit. The plot is awful. It's we walked out of uh, Avatar yesterday um, and I was in a bad mood. Like it made me grumpy. That's how bad I thought it was. And, and the reason why is this. James Cameron cannot write worth shit. And so the uh, he can direct um, beautifully, amazing. He has these uh, genius ideas for new cinematic looks and cameras. And I mean, the dude is a genius, but you can't do everything, man. Just direct and let other people write. Like the dialogue and everything else that he writes is just so god. I'm, I won't cuss too much. It's, it's hey, so you can. Awful. It's our show. Oh, no, no. I, I need to be a better person in 2023. Um, so <laughs> if, you look at, if you look at the first Avatar, and, and my wife and I watched it uh, the night before because we literally didn't remember anything. One, it's been 13 years. But two, like we saw in the theater, and I, I think I saw it twice because that was the first time we'd had that 3D again. And it was like, oh, my God, this is blowing my mind. And I think the spectacle overtook people's like brains as far as, is this a good story? And yeah, I mean, uh, Dances with Wolves got an Academy Award uh, for being the best movie. So why shouldn't James Cameron just take that entire story and make it Avatar? Um, and then <laughs> the whole Spielberg trope of watch out, kids are the issue with anything and everything that's wrong in the world. It's going to be kids. So what is it in Avatar Way of the World? Not giving any spoilers or anything, but the entire damn movie was a child making a bad decision and the parents have to make up for it. A child makes another <laughs> bad decision. Parents got to make up for it. Child makes it. And it's like, good God, have a better like MacGuffin than a child who makes bad decisions. And it's just like Strange World. If you watch Strange World, love the, the visual and a lot of that. But and I think B-Rob, you even posted uh, at one point that your kiddos said this could have been like a, a much shorter movie if the boy just would have minded his parents uh same thing with avatar it's just like if the the way of the world avatar if your whole writing experience or the whole plot of a three plus hour movie is based on bad decisions of a child and how it goes you know blah 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 and then he also give us some new bad guys. It's literally clones of the bad guys that were in Avatar. I mean, come on, how lazy does the writing have to be? But just like Transformers, it made a billion dollars. So that gives uh, James Cameron the green light to just keep writing these bullshit things. And the 3D in the spectacle does not overtake for me how goddamn awful the movie was uh, as far as plot and everything else. So and I, I everything that was happening that was like emotional, I was just laughing because I was like, seriously, like the the second child causes this to happen and that same second child causes this to happen and that's and then this there's supposed to be some type of emotional response because he's just the the black sheep that no one likes well stop making fucking bad decisions and and listen to your dad and then maybe you know maybe you won't be the outcast uh that uh, mm. so anyway uh avatar <laughs> way of the water uh gets no stars for me so let's, I get out of this. Let's, say, let's say one justin time. just one gotta give it a star in movies is what i got out of this yeah the best part no i want to hear this from b-rob because i am watching this entire time justin's going on this rant 
B-Rob gets this shit-eating grin on his face because I see the wheels turning. I see a response. Sir, your response. Well, it's not going to be controversial because Justin's right. I mean, we're still in 2023. (laughs) We agree. We agree. Holy shit. The story was gone. It was a horrible, horrible story, and I completely agree with that. I think... Uh, like I said, I, I think a lot of why I enjoyed it is because I missed the original in the theater. So I just enjoyed seeing the artistry and the imagination and everything unfold on I that huge screen. That. The story was shit. I thought the first story was shit. <laughs> it, I mean, it was dances with wolves with blue people. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, 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 it's all for you. I think it was, you, if I'm reading this right, it was about the experience with your kids. You got to experience it right. with your kids. The yeah. visuals were amazing. And, and, and Zoe's all through their eyes. I love her, even if she's blue and yeah. nine feet tall. Um, so, but no, mm-hmm. I, I, I completely agree with Justin. I would just kind of kind of said after the movie, I think I was like, if that was my kid, I might have killed him. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Save myself a lot of problems. Frustrating. All right. So, I agree. Be the, the year of 2023 will continue. You are invited anytime over. <laughs> And I will change your mind, I promise, about watching a movie at home. So with the 75-inch TV, the 4K, the surround sound, 7.1 surround sound, we'll, we will find something that you will like, and you'll be like, okay, this isn't that Where's bad. Where's our invite? B-Rob gets him. I'm going to start disagreeing with Justin. The 55-gallon yeah. of lube that he bought for this event? Mm-hmm. That's you get there on Amazon. Oh, uh, well, yeah. there's only a couple gallons left of that. but <laughs> No, we'll, we'll start to go lube me. That's his um, monthly supply. Yes. So what was number three? <laughs> number Speaking three of fan was service. Jurassic World Dominion. Okay. Yeah. Honestly, though, okay, as bad as this sounds, I enjoyed it. I knew of it was going to be... Did. I knew it was going to be <laughs> shit. I knew it was going to be fan service. Yeah. But I love dinosaurs. <laughs> and dinosaurs. But I I did. I liked Dominion. I mean, it wasn't the worst really in did. the series. I think three was no. the worst. Three in the yeah. original series, yeah. followed by two. So I mean, I think all the new ones to me are better than all the originals except mm-hmm. the actual original. The follow-ups, yeah. Yeah. yeah well, I'm two and three are just kind of out the window anyway, basically. Yeah. Right. Right. And which sucks like, because okay, the second I, book was amazing. It was. Lost World was really good. Okay, I'm, yeah. I'm marking and that off my, just, my bingo right. sheet that the book was better. Hold on. <laughs> and yeah. just cut it. Yeah. So, uh, number yeah, four. Oh, and um, if for the listeners, if it's on Amazon now for people to watch, oh, I just last night put it on my queue. I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, I'm interested to hear what you think about it. Yeah, because the first. The, the first two Chris Pratt ones, the first one was okay. The second one, not so much with the bubbles and the kids. And, and there's another MacGuffin of kids making bad decisions. And <laughs> whew, Spielberg just fucked us all. Um, <laughs> so the, well, you got to put it on the kids. Because if you, if you put it, like like we're saying, like, if you put it on the adults making bad decisions, we're really going to hate it. It's like, God, you know, it's like, so you had to put it on these useless kids. <laughs> they make bad decisions anyways. So like you have to put it on kids, it seems. So I mean I, I God. N- no, I'm I'm done. I'm oh, done. I was gonna say on the other hand, you're talking about useless kids, but 2022 also gave us the end of uh, Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous. 
on uh, Netflix with kids that were very capable. And if you guys haven't watched that, I do recommend that. Ooh, that is absolutely. great. It, it follows along with this storyline. All right. I've watched because a little the, bit of it. You have the Indominus Rexes. You've got no, all is, that it stuff. It is very good. The kid, the kid yeah. watched it. It's great. Um, number four, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Controversial film in the Marvel world, but I liked it. I loved it. It was, it was only for controversial because like the yeah, like end was scary. And like, that, man, and that was go it. watch Evil Dead. So uh, <laughs> I like the Evil Dead fan service stuff in in the field. Yeah, that it had. I did too. Oh, and yeah. I'm finding that now <laughs> this is starting to become a theme. We have the fan service on Avatar, Top Gun, also. Uh, which I haven't watched, but I'm going to assume there's a lot of fan service there. Dominion was full of fan service. That's why I liked it. Uh, Multiverse of Madness, because I love, you know, like a lot of you guys, Evil Dead and Sam Raimi and like those. I got so much of that feel from it. I think I liked it. I liked the feel better than I did the story. Oh, my God, yeah. we got a pattern going now. <laughs> so so it, can we can we agree that Phase 5, please... Let's just put the multiverse like to the side. Let's say Phase Four of Marvel is multiverse stuff, and they really like hit it hard. Can we please put the multiverse to the side? Because I'm getting tired of everything's multiverse now. Um, and unfortunately, my my favorite multiverse story, Flashpoint, is about to come out. Yeah. I'm afraid that people are going to be like, multiverse, like I just said. Um, <laughs> when yeah, the, is that? When is the, that the best one is going to be coming. Well, actually, I haven't seen the movie. I don't know what they've done. The actual Flashpoint Paradox uh, comic run is is amazing. And the animated. The animated was good. So really, is, is that the uh, Urza Miller one? Is that Flashpoint? Yes. It's, okay. it's a uh, it's going to be a playoff of Flashpoint because Michael Keaton's Batman's in there and, and several others are going to be in there. Um, and there's rumors that the not to sorry to derail. No, no, you're not. Uh, this is but show, there's you know. rumors that this is going to tie in the Snyderverse to the new James Gunn DCU. Uh, that this is going to be the tie-in to go from that one to the new. Um, haven't seen anything confirmed, of course, about you know with writing and, and all of that, but we'll see. That'd be brilliant. Yeah, That's a brilliant way to segue into the new Fifty Two. No, yeah, they need to they need to fire Miller. Play this BS. Yeah, yeah. they're like, not going to have to fire him if he goes to jail for. Well, if he gets convicted. He of needs the to calls. be. He needs to be fired. Cause like I, I heard, it's like, well, if he keeps his nose clean, he'll be back. I'm like, but then as soon as he's done, he's going to go back and do it, and you've got the bad publicity again. Like, just fire him now. Like, or have him for like ten minutes in this multiverse one, and have him switch character. Like, literally switch off. Come in. Yep. Uh, yep. The, Do something. Get rid of him. Have the TV flash come in because everyone loves him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I asked, like, that, that's kind of why I, I just like, I actually did watch that one. And then when they were like, oh, this guy, I'm like, man, give me, give me this guy back. Uh, I want to see enough of the right. multiverse moving forward just to continue to see. Like, I want to see Chris Evans as Johnny Storm. I want to see, I want to see just little things that, that <laughs> yeah. relate back to the, the fan past. service. Yeah. I want to yeah. see just enough. Just a little bit more of that, and then I'll be good with it. And we can be done. But yes, after we're done, the we we, yeah, the commish coming back is the thing. Yeah. So just just um, little little tidbits that don't derail from it. You know. Yeah. That like I was saying, like oh now I gotta go back and watch all this shit again because I didn't catch that. You know, just enough that it it doesn't affect the story. Well, one of the best Actually, things I can think of is 
in the Flash TV series have John Wesley's ship. There's Jay Gurr. Yes. I mean, those, yeah. those, it's those type of little things that I'm, or, or having Michael Keaton as the, I mean, those, those are the ones that you're not mm-hmm. trying too hard and you're making it relevant and making it really good because it's what people want to see. Yep. Um, next up, we have, well, and you know, we may get Chris Evans as Johnny Storm with Secret Wars, right. the way things are looking up. Um, because of all the rumors swirling around and who they've already confirmed. That's my biggest fear about it. that, though. They're going to try and just overload it. Yep. This can't yep. be, I mean, you can have one end game with everybody. I don't know how, I don't know if they could pull, pull it off successfully again. And I don't think that I, I'm with you. I'm completely with you on that. Now, uh, next. Is Secret Wars going to be a series? Or movie. Okay. Oh, I was gonna say one movie. They've changed some things over from series to a movie. No, no, yeah. it's a movie now. It's a series. As of right now, it's a movie. Yeah, like um, Armor Wars is a mm-hmm. movie now. Um, so Secret Wars, sense. the rumors around the mill. Um, B Rob and I were discussing this earlier this week. Uh, the Beyonder is supposed to be the big bad, which that's spot on. Mm-hmm. They have confirmed Toby Maguire as Spider Man. Mm-hmm. One of the Spider Men. They have confirmed Spider-Man's. Hugh Jackman is Wolverine. Okay. Um, and in talks for two Jean Greys is Sophie Turner. Sophie Turner. Sophie, Sophie Turner. Mm-hmm. And um, what's her name? Uh, I can never pronounce it. Pam K. Pam K. Yeah. She's supposed to be back as Jean Grey also. So... So it's going to just do the whole mashup and then we'll, okay. I mean, that's what Secret Wars was, you know, um, in the comics. So we'll find out, see how it goes. Um, We're going to kind of breeze through the rest of these movies here so we can actually move on. Um, Minions Rise of Gru, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Loved that movie. Still got to watch it. Uh, With Justin, we may have cried at the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) And and we'll see if my prediction is still, because if we listen... If you listen to our last, I think it was the last day of the Nerky, I said, or uh, stay of the Nerdum, that I think what uh, Black Panther 2 is going to be the first um, Marvel movie nominated for Best best Picture Oscar. Mm-hmm. And so we'll see if that, because now that I've seen the movie, I feel even stronger about uh, that prediction. So, I yeah. agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, The Batman, which I've... was probably one of my favorite Batmans that has come yes. out in recent years. I love that it was as good as it was with all mm. the hate that they were catching at the beginning with Robert Pattinson. Like, oh, we're going to have a sparkly Batman. I'm like, okay, I'm going into it with open mind. I wouldn't, I think I went and watched this by myself, actually. And um, I freaking loved it. Like this, that was the Batman. You know, it I've said good. it before. This was the Batman I've been waiting on for a while. Yeah, and it we was, got it. It was great. Mm-hmm. And every casting of Batman has had the toxic hate. I mean, from Michael mm-hmm. Keaton mm-hmm. all the way to and everyone in between. And then also, you know, even the Joker as well. There's gotten hate from. Oh, yeah. The one that's deserved was Jared Leto, uh, right. who has the record of being the worst character both in the DC and the Marvel. <laughs> yeah. So good for Jared. I think Morbius is Sony worse. Picture. Well, Oh, yeah. the worst of the DC? Yeah. I mean, I mean sorry, of the Marvel? Yeah. Who was, who was worst in the Marvel? I don't know. Let, me think, let me think about that for a second. Okay. But, he's, but, that's, but does that even count? Because that's not MCU. That's Sony. No, that's Marvel. still MCU. He's yeah. he's MCU. He's canon. Yeah. He's, he's, in the, he's in the Spider-Verse, which they've already said Spider-Verse is 
MCU canon. Yeah, they kind of hashed all that out, sort of, kind of. Uh, and if you yeah, watch yeah, the so. end credit scenes, um, you'll see Michael Keaton as Vulture and a couple others who are with um, Tom Holland, who was in MCU. Uh, so it it connects all of it. Yeah, I just uh, say that that I'm happy that we're getting more, you know, Michael Keaton and like gritty Keaton and stuff. Like I've I've been seeing him in stuff. Me too. And like in I'm, these types of Oh, yep. Uh, Bring it back. Can we get it? We not Colin Farrell. <laughs> Which, okay, flashback. Not my penguin. Danny <laughs> DeVito's parents in the movie were a pair in another movie that were directed by Tim Burton. What was it? Willy Wonka? No, it'd have to be Beetlejuice. Is hands? You guys are thinking way too hard on it. Think who who was his dad? I didn't think at all. Pee-wee, right? Mr. Penguin? Mr. Penguin. Oh, big adventure. Okay. Uh-huh. Pee-wee's yeah. big adventure. There you go. Oh. I'm going way back. We were thinking too hard. You bring out Pee-wee's big adventure. <laughs> yeah. That's not that's not on the tip of anybody's tongue. Anytime <laughs> he gets to bring out his Pee-wee big adventure, he's gonna do yeah. it. Don't I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna start a charity right now. Um, Thor. Did you see the uh, this is a total tangent, but did you see? Did you guys watch the Wednesday the show on Netflix? Mm-hmm. I'm too really, really, good. really good, but there's a large Marge reference. So, be- oh, yeah, it's I'm beginning. Yep. Yeah, yeah, watch for the the large Marge reference. You've already seen it, B Rob. Talk about toxic. Oh, yeah, hey, I love how first, everybody was, was like against episode. was against uh, uh, the casting of Gomez, and it's like everybody's like that's how he originally looked. Like, that's how he looks. That's how he looks exactly in the comic. So mm-hmm. back off. Well, I love yeah. Him. yeah. Yeah. I, too. I thought he was great as Gomez personally. Oh, yeah. So okay, next. Thor Love and Thunder. I know this one's a mixed bag with this audience. I enjoyed it. B Rob hated it. it Justin was, was on the fence about it. I know Adam was on the fence mm-hmm. about it. Kyle's gonna and watch Kyle, it. Yeah. <laughs> it's I've started it up so many times. The goat keeps happening. Okay, the goats annoyed the shit out of me. Yeah, take the goats out. I love the goats. That was my favorite plot. I didn't mind the goats. The first first time the goats did their... Like, okay. But then after that, like, just... just, Like, uh, it was annoying. No, I loved it, but I hated how it was throughout the entire movie all the time. Yeah. Like, that goes... I'm on B-Rob's side on the forced comedy on that one. Yeah. So... Yeah. I can get that. uh, Watergate Bridge, Moon Man. um, Those are Asian... Directed oh, okay. movies, awesome. uh, Fantastic Beasts, Secrets of Dumbledore. Never watched that one. I have never watched that one that. yet. It was good. I, I watched mean, the other two. I watched that? the other two. So, I I not hate Harry Potter, but I like the Fantastic Beasts. I mean, I just like that world. So, I mean, it's just it's a cool world. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, it wasn't awesome. I mean, it furthered the story, and but I like Jude Law, and you know, it's a yeah. So we have Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Loved that, that one. That was good. Loved it. Um, Uncharted. Yeah. Black Adam. It. Black Adam's great. I haven't watched it. I loved Black Adam. Um, we'll go on to that when we talk about Gun. Elvis. Good. The bad Guys. Mm-hmm. Good. Bullet Train. Oh, I want to watch Bullet it Train. It was okay. I do too. It was okay. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Okay. It's good. I liked it. Um, Lightyear. I really liked Lightyear. You know, loved Lightyear. I, I did like Lightyear. See, I still haven't watched that loved yet. Lightyear. Uh, too cool to kill. 
and then Smile rounded out the list. I still need to watch that. I want to watch it. I'm halfway through it. I'm halfway through it. So, Which one was too cool to kill? I don't know. I've never even I don't recognize. that one. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but yeah, that was the top rated movies or top uh, highest grossing movies of the year. Um, TV shows from 2022 were kind of bra- blazed through this so we can actually get to 2023. Um, Star Wars Universe, we had the Book of Boba Fett. I know a lot of people yeah. were on the fence of that. I enjoyed it for what it was. It was all right. I Would it have it. been better? Yes. I mean, the Mandalorian was the better Boba Fett series, you know. Stuff, yeah, so. well, I mean, it was Man- Mandalorian expanded is what it was. Book of Boba yeah. right, 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 it was right. it was filler. I, I liked it for what it was. Yeah, um, Obi Wan Kenobi, which I loved, mm-hmm. which I gave loved us one. arguably the best version of Vader. Oh, that God. we have seen. If anything out of that, even if you didn't like the show, you cannot deny how good he was as Vader. That was amazing. So and the girl good. who plays so Vader. good. Yes. Oh, oh she oh, was yeah. phenomenal. She was fantastic. I hope we see her more. Yeah. And making um, stupid kid decisions. <laughs> every fucking no, hour. Okay. Decisions. It's okay Point if up. it's a cute little girl. It's yeah. okay. Oh, oh, okay. It was the robot's fault. <laughs> yeah, we'll leave it up to, to little it's Luke. Pretty it's pretty 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 Come on. Okay, so Tales of the Jedi, which was phenomenal. I loved how it filled in a lot of things. Yes. It it made a lot more sense. Um, especially with those backstories. So no, I agree. Um, and then Andor, which I have yet to finish, but I have heard so episode twelve, the final episode, is just jaw dropping. Yeah. It's like you hear the Empire, you knew the Empire is evil, but like apparently twelve just solidifies it. I've got to finish yeah. Andor. I'm only two Me episodes. Too. Like, I, right, and I think they everybody says like Sorry. episode three is where it gets really good, and I'm just it's, like I'm already. From what I've heard, it's exhausted. seven. It's we're like oh, okay. on episode five or six. From what I've everything I've read, it's they and people they said it's episode seven is where it just hits, and then okay. from there it so just keeps. Maybe going. that's what I need. Andor is one of those like I started and then it's I super slow. It was it slow and I didn't fin- and I just forgot all about it. I'm like okay, well, even <laughs> though Justin, Disney Plus is throwing it in my face every time I freaking uh, log Justin, in. I, I, Justin wants to say something. I was gonna say if you go in knowing that it's a spy thriller type mm-hmm. of i mean there's not like in in spy thrillers there's not action 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 i mean do you have to set up and and do all that going into indoor i thought why why do we need this because we know how it's going to end and i loved rogue one loved it it's probably my mm-hmm. favorite non one two three four you know type mm-hmm. of um um star wars and i think honestly rogue one's better than most of the um the latest with uh, Rogue One was great, yeah. but once I started watching, I was like, okay, it's it's a little slow and Mon Mothma, okay, Senate, okay, but man, once once you actually watch a couple episodes and you understand the background, like it gets so good, and um, I mean, it's 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 really really good. And you want to talk about? I think it was Kyle earlier saying <laughs> needing some uh, movie quality. Uh, production and all that this is Andor is like it's right up there with Mandalorian as far as just amazing quality uh, so I, I highly recommend it oh yeah the Star Wars shows are hitting the quality very well mm. um, it's just I think it's what I was getting I was like I think it's some of the other ones that in my mind I'm getting that expectation of seeing how the Star Wars shows quality has been and then my most recent entry was the first episode of Willow and I'm like oh you know but 
Uh, so yeah, maybe my maybe I just need to have lowered expectations. <laughs> get, is that going? So, twenty twenty two also brought us the end of probably, arguably the most painful of the phases of Marvel, Phase Four. When I say painful, because to me, pain, Phase Four just seemed like it was just kind of a mess. Um. It's like, how much can we throw in for the multiverse? That's a good idea. Let's pull that in. Let's pull this in. I get I get logically why they tried to do it, but to me, it just seemed all kind of convoluted. Um, I mean, did I love the shows? Yes. But as a whole, I kind of see it as a mess. If it's going to be a mess and chaos, that's the time to have it because the multiverse is chaotic anyway, so then we can write it off that way. That's a good yeah. point. Multiverse so we're looking, real life. So we're looking at the shows that came out in 2022. Uh, number one for Marvel was Moon Knight, which I absolutely loved. I really like Moon Knight. Yeah, Moon Knight and you guys good. know you can jump in anytime, like you have been. Uh, two, Miss Marvel, which is arguably probably one of my favorite shows. Loved I, it. I really enjoyed it, and I loved yeah. the toxic hate for it. Just and it just proved it was because she better. was a little brown girl. Yeah, exactly. That's the whole reason. Like I, I fed off that hate. Like, yeah, this movie's great. Listen to the Emperor <laughs> over there. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Is, it, is, is it truly yes. because yeah. of that actor choice, or is it because the show wasn't that good? Because I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say I have not. I don't. So what's? So I have not. I haven't watched Moon Knight. I haven't fully watched uh, Miss Marvel. I haven't watched Werewolf by Night. I haven't watched. Um, there's one more I haven't fully watched. Um, I just wasn't excited. About really? It, about them, um, and so that's I, interesting for you because I thought you would have been. No, nah, I just I, I start them, and I, I never started Moon Knight, and, and that's mind me because I intend to watch it because I really think it's going right. to be a good show. It's just Moon Knight's a really good watch, but there's always something else that comes out like Willow, like that I'm yep. I'm more excited about, or The so Witcher, think... or I mean, there's just keeps being things that I'm more excited about that the new fans are going to have the same thing too. Right. So. Right. So as your daughter. You, Okay. She but did not. For you, she did not care for Kamala Khan. Really? She just. She didn't. Hmm. I don't know why. Um, she wasn't excited. I mean, she thought she was kind of cool, but she just kept talking about either Monica or um, Brie Larson oh. as, as what she's looking forward to in the, the Marvels. She's really looking forward to uh, Monica's character. Not that. So I'm what I loved about Miss Marvel was it, you know, main central theme was family. It taught us about um Justin, what was it called when Pakistan divided? Oh gosh. Uh the the partition. Yes, uh, there you go. Thank you. Um I knew nothing about that, and it went into the history of that, which was great. Yeah. And I loved it how it was set up like a, a Nick and Nora's infinite playlist. Yeah. Uh, kind of thing. It was just a feel-good show. It really was. And the way that they did it, it was just clever. And Very well written. A lot of people to Islam that wouldn't necessarily be exposed to that and some of the tenets of Islam as well. And I mean, I, I, I just like the diversity and how they're trying to reach out and pull in new new fans mm -hmm. by saying, hey, look, look at Kamala Khan. She's a brown young girl who is Islam or a Muslim, um, 
so if you are interested or if that's part of any of those uh, identifiers hit you, look, you can identify with this. It's not just all, you know, old white guys. Well, I say old, you know, 20 to 30 old white guys running around, you know, being all six packy. Um, yeah, shirtless. Not, not all of us can be K-Sig with a six pack. So uh, that's, I loved, loved not only that, uh, but then also going into the next one, um, She-Hulk. I think both of those had a representation that was really pretty interesting, but going to what Shove's saying, um, I think they knew going into, actually, I know they knew going into both of those shows that there was going to be a lot of toxic online hate. Oh, yeah. Um, and to the point to where in She-Hulk, they actually made the big bad online toxic male hate group and it was like oh this is so beautiful and so meta i did like that i I did like the self-awareness of that that yeah and and you knew it was going to happen yeah they had to write it so many months maybe even a year in advance and film and do all of that that they knew exactly what was going to happen with the online toxic community to where it almost seemed prescient in the sense of oh are they like writing filming this as it's going because they're addressing the twerk and they're addressing this. And no, no, they knew what was going to happen and made, made the toxic fandom, the bad guy. I'll give them, give them big credit on that. That was, yeah, so I that, thought that, that was a cool moment. Incredibly cool. Okay. V Rob, I know you've been biting your tongue. Go. So <laughs> I'm going to say this and I'm going to say it and it's not something that I believe in, but I'm going to just, like we talked about doing, we were going to do a show where people pick contra- say controversial things, yep. even if they don't feel like yep. it. So before anybody tries to hunt me down from, you know, and send a drone to my house via online hacking or anything. Um, from the five listeners? You're good. Yes. No, yeah. We're all here. <laughs> from Sweden. <laughs> yeah, <we're here. laughs> are, kinetics are we way seeing a change in, in all the inclusiveness and everybody trying to have a someone that they can that looks like them or is associated by their lifestyle are are we do are the studios and the writers doing this for the right reasons are they doing it just to create controversy are they doing it i mean what is the true reason but, um, because because this is this is something i hear all the time and, it, and it, particularly with Disney animated, are the characters and their life choices and styles. Did I lose you, Chris? No, you no, guys keep it. going ahead. It, I got to pee. Is, I, I've had my headset on. Is so it I can forcing, forcing thoughts and forcing things on impressionable minds? Or so, oh. that, so that's kind of two things. But so, uh, so I'm, I'm interested to hear what you guys have to say. I hear it a lot. I have my own opinion on it that isn't necessarily what I'm what I'm saying. So, yeah. So my question to you is, what's the controversy in having the diversity, either with lifestyles, with different colors of people, or well, so it's, it's not what the and, original writing was. Well, the the two questions are: what is the controversy to that, and who is it actually controversial to? Right. And I don't, so the, and the first one, it's generally, so it's not how it was wrote. Is it being changed to further the storyline? Is it being changed just to, to sell product? Is it being changed to help be inclusive and help promote society and help be, you know, do all the things that we're trying to do as a society now? Um, 
and, and at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because it's, you know, it is, it is um, doing all the things that a lot of people want to see. Uh, but that, those are just comments that I hear all the time. And, you know, and honestly, as far as who it offends or who it bothers, um, you know, those are, you know, not the right-minded people, I would guess. Yeah. And, and, you know, like some of it, you might have the classic fanboys. Like, yeah, you know, this wasn't the character. This is not what I want to see. This is not what I grew up on. But generally speaking, I would think it's the people that are just offended by people who don't think like them. Yeah. And, and you have uh, very valid points. And this is what, and not just in fandom and in DC Marvel and all of that, but we see this in education. We see it in pop culture. We see it in politics. We see it in a lot of things to where are we are we trying to meet the needs of everyone for the sake of meeting the needs? Or are we trying to meet the need? Are we just placating basically? Are we just trying to uh, make everyone happy and in that sort? And at the end of the day, of course you can't make everyone happy, but if it's trying to do some rewrites, especially with DC and Marvel, we have to think about when the original was written and what the society, what America was like, when it was originally written and you look at like, um, you know, especially with DC, um, you know, the civil rights movement hadn't happened. And there's a lot of other social movements that hadn't happened when uh, DC, you know, Batman and, and Superman, Wonder Woman and all those were originally written. And so there could be uh, something that was okay then that you would read in a comic that you read now and go, oof. Uh, so that may be a reason why for the rewrites. Um, but I don't, I did notice watching Strange World. I was like, that, it's it's interesting uh, and I support it, uh, but it's interesting that the son was gay. There was no, no question about it with the, you know, the grandpa had never even met um, the grandson, meets him on the first time and says, you know, so you like somebody? Yeah, his name is blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, well, the great. There was no, no like pushback of, wait, you like a dude, you know, type of thing. And I thought that was really interesting how they're infusing. And so I, I do see that, uh, what you're saying, B-Rob, in the Disney Disney things to where they're trying to be a lot more inclusive and working in, uh, you know, so both Lightyear and Strange Worlds had had some type of LBGDQ element to it. But we also look at just the pantheon of Disney, if we just stay with that. I mean, two movies that had come out this year that had it compared to, you know, hundreds of movies that doesn't even come close to it. So I think they may be trying to corrects course correct and try to um have more diversity there but i could i can easily see why certain people would be unhappy and push back against that that's so uh, the reason i'm this is a great conversation i've been listening i had to go to the bathroom Thank i you just got in trouble by dasha uh, b rob she just put away all the christmas sweaters and there's still a couple in the closet and like i've got friends that still have like two or three of them. She goes, it took three vacuum sealed bags to put all these away. <laughs> she goes, three bags. Hey, just just find a She-Hulk Christmas sweater and all will be right in the world. <laughs> and she'll be all good. Send, send one to be Rob. Send one to be Rob. And remember, no repeats next year. And yeah, that's impossible. <laughs> no. Um, so, okay. 
My thing along the well, real quick, I want to hit something on that go ahead, go line ahead, of inclusiveness. Um, I think there it's getting better. Okay. And when I say getting better, not necessarily mean that, that we're seeing more of it. I think that it's being done better because more naturally. More naturally okay. Nothing. I mean, it it pisses me off to see it just for lip service. Like, oh, cool. Look, we got a little, we got a little brown girl. Look, we're being inclusive. Like, no, you're not. You just put them in there to put them in there. Don't do that because that's just as freaking detrimental, I think. You know, make put substance behind it. Make it work. Don't just do it so you can say that say that you did it and be a, you know, that that makes me angry because that does doesn't do anything to help anybody. And in some cases, it just makes things worse because you you're feeding into like what we were talking about, this this toxic fandom for the that people are being toxic for the wrong reason. Yeah. Now, I can see like if you're being a purist and like hey, this is how the story was or this is who it was. And, and that's the only reason that you're, you're not against it because you don't want that person in there. You just like you want to see what you grew up with or whatever. Fine. But when studios are doing it just to do it so they can check the box, because you can tell when they're just checking the box. And to me, that that's terrible. Don't do that. Do it the right way. You know, make make that character have substance and, uh, you know, make them a character, not a spectacle. Mm-hmm. I'll put it that way. So or a stereotype for or sure. a stereotype. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, and it happens so natural now. And, that, you know, my kids didn't even notice it like in Lightyear or in Strange World. I mean, it's just natural. And, and that's great. I mean, it is a normalized thing. And that's what we want. So, and in my mind. So, again, that I, I say that because that's comments that I've heard from other people. And I try and set them straight a little bit. But, again, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Um, but, so, anyway. Um, next on the list, Morbius. We already discussed that. <laughs> yep, got that. Check. I will. Okay. So I thought about it. So oh, go ahead. as far <laughs> as someone who was given their own movie, a title character, yes, he's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> as far as Marvel characters, total Mickey Rourke as Whiplash is the worst. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, but, that is up. But to your point, Mickey Rourke didn't get his own damn movie. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would but agree. Kyle, I'm, I'm looking, do you see this anywhere? What weird universe we're in where these two are agreeing so I much thought we were right getting now? out of the multiverse, and here we are. Getting I thought it was. No, chaos. Variants! Prune <laughs> um, them. Exactly what a personoid would say. Next, probably uh, it's a new one that's got, has made it into my holiday rotation. Guardians Christmas special. Rain, 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 um, rain, rain. I liked it a lot. I did too. I love that. So the old 97s were great. And that, that was awesome. Yeah. So good. I really, um, I, I went into it very cautiously because holiday specials can be super cheesy. Yep. Or they yep. can be really good. And the Star Wars holidays. Yeah. The greatest cinematic. I don't know. The, Le- the Star Wars Lego one was actually pretty good. Oh, no. That's oh, yeah, that was I'm great. talking the original. The, the original. Yeah. For was it life day they were trying to celebrate. Yeah, it was life day. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so bad that it's good. Yep. It's like Super yeah. Mario Brothers. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was just talking about that this morning. Yep. <laughs> so Super Mario yes, Brothers. Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special is was amazing. great. The soundtrack's amazing. Um so on kind of on that note too, side note. Another one that made it into our Christmas rotation was Spirited. 
the Apple TV uh, one with Will and Ryan Reynolds. Good. That was great. That uh, combined a Deadpool movie, like extremely light, or Ryan Reynolds movie, with Elf with a Broadway musical. That's the way that I put it. But it, I loved it. Yeah, it was um, Werewolf by Night, probably it it showed that Disney can go into the horror genre. And it was probably one of the coolest things that I've seen this last year mm-hmm. by them. Mm-hmm. All black and white, except for certain parts. Um, and it was just, it was so well written. Oh, it was so good. And they I did, liked. they pulled in all those campy characters that I love from the comics. So it's really good. Be, be Rob. Take some time for that one. You'll love that. Yeah, one. I mean, I love it. I like I like the old campy horror stuff anyway. Like going way back, mm-hmm. and um, and so I I just I really enjoyed it. The only looking back on it now after the newness has wore off of it a little bit, I I feel like they kind of pulled the punches a little bit with the the level of violence and things that they could have done. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand why to keep certain ratings but that's probably slowly going out the window because while we got marvel zombies coming up we'll talk about that soon which is Uh, awesome but i I do and uh, you can disagree with me if you want i feel like they did pull the punches a little bit on the violence and stuff with what they could have done oh yeah but the way that they did it it was so well it it worked um but yeah I'm, i'm curious to see what that 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 they were dipping their toe in it with that yeah getting ready for this other stuff to come out with like you know, Deadpool and Marvel zombies and the more just, violent. Just the tip yeah. of the horror universe. Yeah, they just, they just yeah. the tip. Just, just the, the tip. tip. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, flirting, flirting with that R rating, you know, because they did say Deadpool 3 was going to still be R. So. They said Dead, yesterday, uh, Friday, they came out and uh, I guess there was a leak saying that Deadpool is going to be the most violent and bloody out of all of them. Yes. Well, thing. That's good to be. It's the way it's, the way it's supposed to be. Like yeah. Going back to uh you know talking about uh material like it's you know original material it's like okay it, it should have been a lot worse than it was mm-hmm. but it's acceptable you know it's yeah. like okay and and you know that deadpool's going and that's that's one of the things too like it's known now that you know deadpool is not going to be Kid for the kids and, yeah. yeah and so and you're stupid if you think it's going to be and don't and take if, your kids and is he have they confirmed if he's big huge uh uh, Marvel Zombies. Um, like, is no, it animated? It's animated. Uh, right now, it's zombies. Yeah. yeah, right now it's animated. Oh, okay, okay, never mind then. Animated slash CG. Yeah. Like um uh, what if? Like what if the, oh, okay, the okay, style? Okay. So then yeah, um, so okay. Which Deadpool I was would super probably... pumped about zombies. Uh, yeah. Next Deadpool up, might have... be in it, but not Ryan Reynolds. Gotcha. Willow <laughs> by Disney. I was super excited about this one. The more we got into it, like we're still not caught up all the way the more we got into it the less excited i got about it but it's still good for what it is mm. it's just it wasn't what i was hyping it up to be so far yeah so, I, and that's I, the that's the nostalgia thing i think it's like okay it's gone so long we want it yeah. we want it we want it and then it comes out and it's like blah what like, is you it know, great? no is it good yeah. yes is it, it, it reminds me of it's a good one. I, I know. I know. This is also controversial. It reminds me of like Indiana Jones four. I'm not saying the whole movie is good. You shut your horse mouth. <laughs> I'm not. No, I'm not that bad. It's not that bad. What Crystal Skull is not that bad. No, no, it's not as bad as Crystal Skull. No, what I'm saying is like people hated on Indiana Jones, and like 
the the refrigerator scene. Everybody bashes that, but no one has a damn problem with him falling out of a plane using a raft to slide down a map. Because it was a different time, Joe. You know, <laughs> no, but that's it. It's like same. You guys just all went robot on me. I hope oh, uh, internet. Carly plays Jade. Um, Solo. What is her name? She was a redheaded. Yeah, she was. Redheaded. She was in Winter. Uh, Kristen Element, or, or I can't remember her name. I'm on it right now. Um, hello. It is Aaron Kellyman. Yeah, I missed that. Yeah, I really like her. I think she does a good job. I think my biggest. Yeah, it's the nostalgia thing, like like Chope was saying. I, I waited this long. I thought it was going to be better. Vince also like the plot holes. Like he yeah. references things. Like evidently his Willow's wife died somehow. Doesn't tell you how. No. Just that the son blames him and he ran off. Well, is the son dead? Or what really happened to Matt Martigan? I mean, it's just you know, yeah. It's, some of it may be answered. Making bad decisions again, probably. Yeah, I'm about to say, is a stupid kid making bad decisions again? But you're just kind of like. The, the, well, the and, guy and, who plays Borman is amazing. Yeah, well, in the very oh, beginning, yeah, the biggest thing, a problem I had with it was, and I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but basically this it starts because Sorsha goes off on Willow and basically tells him he's never going to amount to anything when she was yep. always very Which supportive of him. So, I mean, it was just a very, yeah. I don't know, it's a very big change. I think it's, the thing it, that was probably most jarring for me, well, that where I was saying, like, man, it just didn't hit it for me is – and this is going back to the visuals and, you know, B-Rob, you've watched more of it than I have. So you can probably tell me you guys have is when I could tell they were on a set and they weren't on a location. Like there's some scenes where it looks just like they're on a set and you can blatantly tell they're on a set when they could have been on location. And that, as soon as I saw that, that broke a lot of stuff for me. Right. Yeah. Because it didn't, it didn't feel as immersive. It's true. As can soon we all as agree? The trolls started talking. That's what ruined it for me. So. <laughs> but can we agree that it's amazing that Flash Thompson is a prince? And he's Willow. good in this. He's, he's great. Really good at grading in this. Um. So yeah, Willow, and I know Justin has no desire to watch it. That's okay. <laughs> That's fine. I, I am disappointed because this was the thing coming out of D23 I was most excited about. And yeah, we yeah, we talked about it pretty heavy for a little bit. Let's talk about DCU in 2022. Um, we had Black Adam. Mm-hmm. I loved Black Adam. Like, and we'll get into this when we talk about gun. I am disappointed the rock's not gonna get a chance to go forward. Um, and the guy who played Hawkman, because I love he, him. That was amazing. He, did he was so great. Good. Pierce was great as Dr. Fate, too. Um, he, I thought they all did good. He was so good then, that Tinker is not really a DC guy other than Batman. He yeah. wants Ed to learn everything he can about Fate. Now, so we've really? gone back and watched. Oh, awesome. uh, I've picked out some of the Young Justice episodes. It kind of shows 
uh, Zatara becoming him, and then we went back and watched uh, uh, some Justice of the League. Justice League Unlimited, and we've, we've just gone back yep. and watched a lot of things just so he could see more of things. Yeah. I mean, I forgot about Smallville. Since you're since you're only uh, three miles from me now, if you want to, I have all three omnibuses of the Justice Society. Okay. Like, they're that thick a piece. So if you want to borrow those, holler at me. Okay. Dig them out. Um, I loved it. And and we got to see Isis, the lady. Okay, what I'm disappointed, we're never going to get to see her turn into Isis. Mm. Um. That's a big disappointment. I'm. I thought The Rock did a good job. Was it the best movie I've seen? No. Did it feel extremely forced on some parts? Yes. Was it fun and it brought the JSA to life for me on the big screen? Absolutely. And Black Adam, I loved it. I, I really did. I thought it was a great movie all around. I just, I just hate um, that they did all that work. And, and, I, and now supposedly, and again, this is all shit you read, but the rocket yeah. all this work to try and get Henry Cavill and do all the stuff to to piece together, and then it's just all for naught. Yep, yep. And and if you remember too, I think this happened. That happened. Uh, Gun and the other guy got named heads like literally like two weeks after the movie came out. Yep. Yeah. So. But- it all seems to become a pissing contest too. It's like, well, I want my name on all this, or I want, I want to put my name. So it's like, do away with all that. Same thing, like Bob Iger's redoing to Disney. Like we'll discuss later. Yeah, so coming like, up. Yeah. Are we segueing like, already? No, not yet. <laughs> okay. okay. Next I tried. Up. I tried. Casey. <laughs> oh, no. Arguably, one of the best TV shows I thought of 2022 was Peacemaker. Yeah. Just the intro dancing. Oh my god. Was. The song. We need to recreate that. Yeah, well, I, I was telling Kyle we need to do. Um, I'm gonna be the bird. <laughs> Chris gets to be uh, judo master. Judo master, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see someone try and lift me up on the, my fat ass up on their shoulders. Casey, you're up. <laughs> but no, it's Peacemaker was so great, and I am so thrilled that there's going to be a season two this year yeah um loved peacemaker um the batman we've discussed titans okay the next two titans and doom patrol we got two seasons in the same year out of these i have i'm only like three episodes in on titans season four um with blood brother blood and the uh what's the church justin oh um Church of Blood, Hive, uh, not the Hive. Um, come back to me. Okay. <laughs> um, so far, it's it seems like it's a lot better than because the end of season three to me was kind of put together really quick. They didn't do Red Hood justice. Um, Doom Patrol, I just started season four, but that's one of my favorite shows too. Um, Brendan Fraser as Robot Man is great. Um, Jane, which I was disappointed when, um, I don't know if you guys saw the Encanto live at the, whatever, the Hollywood Bowl, mm-hmm. which was fantastic if you haven't. No Jane um, thing. Yeah, who didn't, I was just pissed. I was telling Tasha, I go, what the hell? She goes, I'm so disappointed. I go, I'm so disappointed. She goes, why? I go, she's not going, 
Come on, you stupid twat. Get over here. She's not yelling at people, cussing at them. She goes, this is in Kanto. She could be yelling at the house. Yeah, be yelling at Casa. So, um, but yeah, we got those. Um, now, let's let Justin shine here. Um, Justin, talk about your fantasy football league. Oh, okay. Um, so, it's... <laughs> be rock shaking his head. It's... <laughs> It's ours. It's our fancy football league. But uh, but yeah, right. we had had a great season. It's a weird, weird season. Uh, one of the weirder NFL seasons as far as like scoring and and all of that. And it ended in definitely the the weirdest uh, fashion that we've never seen before. But um, and luckily, um, uh, Hamlin is is showing signs of the. Um, player who was hurt in the Bills game, showing signs of recovery and talking with family and things. And so he's on the mend, thankfully. But uh, we had a great, great uh, group. We had 12, 12 teams and most of the teams actually changed their lineups. Kasig looking at you. Um, and, but it was, it was pretty competitive and, and we didn't really have a, um, uh, you know, a team that was just winless type of thing. Everybody was pretty neck and neck. Uh, going into the playoffs, I had the top um, record and top scoring. And anyone that's new to fancy football, just because you have the best record and the best highest score, doesn't mean you're going to win. In fact, a lot Amen. of times you don't. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so going in, um, and ultimately, herb your enthusiasm. So, um, Jesse Craghead, if if it's okay, I guess I share real. Yeah, names. you can. Okay, uh, so herb your enthusiasm. So Jesse uh, ended up winning it, and uh, congrats all the ways around there. Um, so B Rob, where did where did you finish? Do you remember? Uh, I think I was middle of the pack, maybe. I don't remember. Uh, it was number ten out of twelve. <laughs> just uh, that's middle. Yeah, just just letting you, just reminding you, not not rubbing that in at all. No, just I blame, you. I blame the draft. I blame the draft. <laughs> but where That's did Kasig finish? I don't even know. I was uh, there, I was there for moral support. Where did really Diver finish? It was last for Kasig. Uh, oh, no. nice. Uh, and and uh, Giver actually gave his team over, I think, to Herb, didn't you? Yeah, to so, Sean because oh, she that, wanted to play. So and Kyle let Shante down. You're the reason why I didn't win because Herb is who knocked me out. So <laughs> thanks. Thanks, Guyver, for that. Uh, but you don't uh, get to count that as your win, Guyver. <laughs> so hopefully everyone that played had a good time. And I think the more this is the second year. Uh, it's the first year that we have titled the Steven Tyler English um, mm-hmm. after one of our um, fellow players and, and podcast people after he passed. Um and so we named it after him in his honor. But it's the second year we've had the league, and I think it's it's getting a little bit better every time, uh, every year, as people learn a little bit more. And like with Jesse, Jesse didn't play last year, so we're going to have new people. And to come in and win it in the first year doesn't make Pretty me impressive. happy. Yeah. Make me happy. Uh, I, need to, <laughs> I, I need to figure out a prize for him, too. So, yeah, it's, um, it's a good – I think it's a, a, a nice – uh, divergent from most of the content that's covered on uh, on the through the podcast and you Discord. know on the Discord site, and so hopefully everyone had fun. Um, 
And yeah, there's, I think a thousand dollar winning, um, <laughs> Jesse gets a thousand dollars that somehow Guyver and Kasig are going to come up with. They uh, get a thousand for you. I was going to use his, of his, his teaching stipend. <laughs> so, yeah. but yeah, a thousand doll hairs for anyone that's interested, uh, be listening in uh, August ish um, or uh, definitely subscribe to the, the discord, which is great fun and entertainment every day. Uh, but look for that in August and we're going to have another, another one next year, uh, or I guess this okay. year. Um, and it's, it should be really good. And I'm just hoping that, um, that B Rob, you know, does, does, you know, better than his beloved Broncos. Cause um what are you talking about? I did. <laughs> <laughs> your your actual overall record definitely was where you finished uh, was about where they were too, though. So well, I'm wearing my I'm supporting Malcolm Rodriguez today. I have my uh, Detroit Lions Malcolm Rodriguez shirt on. They need to get a win today. Rodrigo. So, so from Talent America. Fun fact: We were supposed to do um, State of the Nerd in person, like we have the past two times um but we couldn't because kyle and i both got sick i got super sick this week um i'm still i still have no energy um but we were supposed to be in person and this is where i was supposed to give justin this for being the commissioner so next time i see you justin we'll get together sweet sweet face oh i will gladly accept a batman sweet red flash or red death Oh, that's Red Death. Oh, that's nice. Red Death. Nice. It's one I don't have, actually. I know. I told your wife to not let you buy it. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. It is hard to get right now, too. Um, every website I've searched, they're out. Wow. Um, I guess it was a limited run. Wow. Well, thank you very much. The, well, thank you for doing it, sir. The honor of being the commish uh, is is payment enough. But uh, but yeah, that's awesome. So thank you. Oh, there you go. Um. Okay, and then. Now we are getting on to finally the 2023. Yay. Yay. Um, where are we? Okay. So let's start off with probably one of the biggest news articles from 2022 that Bob Iger is back for Disney. Good or bad? I'm I'm indifferent compared yeah, to about the last it. guy. I think it's good. Mm, I can see that. But you also like. Do you think it's good for what we're gonna get, or do you think it's good for like the parks? Like, I don't like. I don't care about the parks. I'll probably never go to Disneyland, Disney World, see the parks. A too expensive. I don't have kids. A, you know, whatever. I'd probably get arrested there because they probably think I'm. You know, whatever. Don't want to. Don't want to be there. But Are you as far planning as the, on diddling someone and no, it's a small no, world? No, what I'm saying is I'm going to go there and they're going to assume it. Like, <laughs> uh, but anyways, like I said, like I, 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 I don't care. Like Disney is never uh, these big multi billion dollar companies. Are never, like I don't care if uh, Walmart goes defunct. I don't. You know, it's like I don't know. This is a different thing, but it's a billion dollar corporation. I don't care. I don't really think the leadership will change it around. I think he's going to grow profits because I know he'll make certain cuts and then that will add, like that'll help their stock value go back up. But I don't necessarily think that's a good thing for us 
as consumers. See, I, I I disagree on that because the last guy raised the part prices to where it's just ridiculous. Iger kept it to where it was, bless you, more affordable for family. I mean, it's still expensive. It's still the most expensive place on earth. Let's let's yeah. be real. But he made it to where it was a little bit more affordable. Because um, when we went last year compared to the time before, like the bills were too totally different things right right. like he cut right. out all the stuff he's already he brought he's already bringing back the meal plans yeah and that's the big it's thing just, that's huge I, yes. I said i would not go back to the parks until the meal plans came back so and it's worth it yeah 100 percent. we paid eight bucks for little things of smart water every time we're there in that florida sun and we probably spent 500 bucks on water for the yeah. seven days we were there that's not uh, even don't a give, joke. Don't even get me started on that. I think anything that's outside or anything like water, bottled water should be at cost. Like, um, I, period. I like, agree. It should not be a markup. If 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 there's a heat and whatever, it's, it's concerts, everything. It's like water. Yeah. A, I know, I know there's water fountains, I believe, right? That like it is free. Yeah. 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 But even bottled water should be like at most, you can mark it up a dollar from your right. cost. You know. So I get that. The, yeah. On the entertainment side, Shof, it, it does actually matter as far as who the head is, because we see Catherine Kennedy and, and several other people that are in charge of Star Wars and other things mm-hmm. that you do care about are now leaving due to the change at the top. So I think it, it does actually it does trickle, trickle for sure. Um, and I think it goes into kind of what you were saying with Kasig with quality over quantity i mean he's already come in and said we're we're cutting a lot of this stuff um and so i i think both of the things that that were said throughout this um 17 hour podcast is uh <laughs> he's actually listening to people and and you don't get that from uh, most ceos of mm-hmm. billion dollar companies uh, and I think it's probably his experience from being the CEO before. Um, but I, you know, I, I, I'm all for it. So let's, let's go for it. Uh, like I said, I don't, I, like I said, like if, if it helps, if it, if it gets other things done, okay. I just, I said, I'm like so disconnected as far as other Disney properties go. I don't really care. You know, it's like, so that's why I'm saying like to the layman, who cares? It's literally a CEO change. It doesn't really hurt many corporations like i get I, I read all the bad stuff the other guy was doing so i'm like yeah if he if Iger can get all that under control yeah great for a lot of people so um, um he has already he's halved the amount of movies and tv programs that will be coming out for the next year or two now that, that's what i was saying could, like that could be a good thing it, it could be a good it thing or it could be it could be a net a net uh, neutral thing because if he's cutting them and raising the budget of some of those other ones to give you give case a better production better all that great that's awesome yeah. but if he's just cutting them to cut the budget or to move it to next year's quarters all that then that doesn't really help our argument it just makes it where yeah. there's less stuff to watch so that, I mean, one like, of those, that it's kind of a yet to yeah. be seen thing we'll have to right. we won't know right. until until we know so yeah. we'll see mm-hmm. um Marvel. Marvel has a very big year coming up. Um, The first one, and we're about almost a month away, is 
Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. That one I'm excited about. I am super pumped about that. That's going to be, I think that's going to be great. Um, really cool female central character. And if you watch the opening credit scene, um, the teaser that they've released, it'll get you pumped. Mm. Um, what if season two? Super, yeah, super I'm, excited about I'm, this. I love the what if series. Mm-hmm. Well, because we're supposed to see more about Infinity Ultron too. No. So, I just uh, wish that they had asked more of the original stars to do. Because I mean, I read that they didn't even ask Zoe Zaldana. Really. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Because they just, I don't yeah. know if they just assumed she was too busy with Avatar or whatever, but she said that they, she was never asked. I wish they would get more well, of the original voices. Uh, I think it goes to how much they're willing to, like, they know they know probably what those people's voice acting per hour is going to cost them is a big issue with some of that. Well, but there's some big names. I mean, they have some big names that are doing it. Yeah. Though. Yeah. Or do you think it could have been part of that? You know, she did come out and say... Playing Gamora, she's done. She's glad to be done with it after Guardians Three, much like Dave Batista, right. because it was a silly role for her, and she couldn't grow in it, and she yeah she can't do what she wants. So I think that I'm was wondering the if kind of uh, I don't know. I think that was said after yeah, they it, did all the casting and everything, unless they had had that conversation privately. But I think the interview yeah, came out that, well after the fact. Yeah, no, it, it it was well after the fact, but I'm wondering if this was being said before the fact too yeah like if she made snide comments behind doors or maybe maybe they like brought it up and she laughed it off and so they just took that as the well don't bother going back to her um secret invasion in spring really pumped about that we get samuel l jackson back um we get robin sparkles is back amelia clark yay Um, going to the mall yep um scrolls love scrolls so this one could be really good um echo echo from uh what was echo on hawkeye okay um i'm really pumped about this one um because she is again another strong central female figure with one leg who can literally kill you um echo the one that's deaf yep yeah so that's actually deaf in real life too yeah and so it's it's bringing in again native dev that can other other kids grown up can relate to mm-hmm. um loki season two in summer which i think we can all agree we're all excited about that yep. one I, I hope they, I hope uh, they put they a cap put, on the end of it too like they I, better put I hope Owen, that's it they better put my jet ski yes. iron heart <laughs> in the summer um can't wait for riri I loved her in wakanda forever mm-hmm X-Men 97. Yes. Yeah. In fall. I think, I don't think there's any of it, one of us that disagrees that we're excited about this one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and right, then, nostalgia. Did they, did they say they were getting like original voice actors or what well, they're, voice they're, actors? They're, they're trying to. Yeah, but okay. the girl who, the lady who voiced Jubilee said she wouldn't voice it because she wanted to have an Asian American voice it do it yeah uh, which i agree yeah yeah i'm fine with that i just i i just wondering like because it'll all i think at that point come down to voice acting for me yeah it's like if it's mm-hmm. if it's so if it's not even not even different but if it's just so bad that i don't you know that's that's will be the breakdown for so me. far most of them have signed on from what yeah, I've yeah okay i don't think uh, they'll half-ass it yeah agatha coven of chaos love me some agatha uh, I, I can't wait for that i one. I, I wonder if killing another so dog 
with uh, Aubrey Plaza being added to it, I guess her yep. character from I'm so I guess the character from the FX show um isn't even part of yeah Legion isn't even gonna be part of that universe Mm-mm. ever. Well, and I've been wondering if they're gonna if they were planning on pulling any of Legion in. That's what I had wondered because I love I, I love Aubrey Plaza. I think she is. Uh, I do awesome. too. She can do no wrong. Um, movies: Ant Man and the Wasp about a month away. Um, Quantum Mania. I think we're all excited about that one. Yeah, so I'm super excited because we get back from our Disney cruise on the 17th, oh. and the Marvel restaurant that's on the new boat is yeah. set up for Quantum Mania. That's Seriously. the theme right now, and then we get back, and the Quantum Mania comes out the 18th. So, awesome. or the I guess I we'll, sorry, awesome. it comes out the 17th. We'll get to watch it on the 18th. 17th. Okay. Then you would probably be a full of spoilers. Watch out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't wait for that. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy vo- Volume 3 with finally get Adam Warlock. But we also know that this is the end of the Guardians. Um, well, the Guardians that we know now. The current the incarnation current, of the yeah. Guardians. Yeah. Um, so I have mixed feelings about it because I, I do love this version of this the Guardians. Group? Yeah, this, yeah. This, I do uh, love this group. I just worry about them killing off people just to kill people off. Well, and especially since they lost Gun, right? It's Marvel, though. It, it's it's a, like they can bring them back later. Well, I mean, but these yeah. well, no like, one's truly like the there. actors that yeah. are like Batista. Did the, the, the Batista yeah, sign his done. death warrant because he's yep. you know he said he's done. So I don't know. Yeah, I just want. The, I always like the death to mean something. Yeah, I did. Right, right. I've only killed off what three three characters. Uh-huh. Um, Quicksilver. Yeah. Uh, Black Widow and then uh, Ronan uh, Gamora. So, well, I mean, three characters we care about Ronan. Oh, that we care about. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, But I saw in the preview, like Zoe Saldana is all throughout that preview. So, is that going to be like a flashback type of thing? Uh, Because she was in there a lot. Um, or is this going to be a multiverse? Uh, we pulled another Gamora from a different. Uh. Well, this is the Gamora that they pulled at the end of Endgame, isn't it? I would think, but I don't. I no, because I'm worried the same thing about what Justin's yeah. saying. I think Rocket's definitely a goner. I think um, Drax, and I think Quill. I think Groot's going to stay. I think Groot and Nebula are probably safe. So, um, and, and they I better keep Craglin because I want to see more because I love Sean Gunn, but they yes, may kill, kill him off because his last name is Gunn. I don't know, that's true. <laughs> um, Spider Man Across the Spider Verse, um, oh, supposed exactly. to be, have been out in October, but I think we're all excited about that one. The preview was amazing, especially when we got to see Spider Woman, yes. Spider Man 2099. Uh, is that Oscar Isaac? Yep, Oscar okay. Isaac. Um, the Marvels. I think every one of us is ready for that one too. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was July twenty eighth, twenty twenty three. This next one, I don't know how I feel about this one. Craven the Hunter on October sixth. Craven's that... a great character. Mm-hmm. I just don't think. I think much like Morbius, I don't think Morbius should have got his own movie. I don't think Craven's no, deserving. Right. I think it's he shows up in a snippet or in credit scene. A couple times, and then you have the Sinister Six 
rather than a whole freaking movie about Craven. Right. I, and I love well, right. I, well, and how do you do that? Because if they're having him play him, he died as quick. Mm-hmm. So that's weird to me. It, it, no, it's. I agree. It's. I, I don't know well, how they're going to pull this off. And you can say and, the and same thing about Chris Evans, though, because you know he went from Johnny Storm to Captain America. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um. So we're trying to wrap this up a little bit because um, we're getting closer. Because B Rob's got to stop hard stop here in twenty minutes. <clears throat> so let's. I want to get to these parts that I want B Rob's input on. Exactly like this next one. DC, uh, James Gunn and Peter Safran. What does this mean and how do we feel about this as the new heads of the DCU? My, Rob, I want you to start my biggest worry is DC going from the dark gritty as a whole traditionally to everything being like Peacemaker. Peacemaker has that 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 is exactly what Peacemaker should be, but you should never see a Batman like that. You should never see a Superman like that, a Wonder Woman, um, Plastic Man, sure, <laughs> but but they're just yeah. you know you know what I'm you guys Blue know what Beetle. I mean. yeah yeah um, Booster Gold you know but they're that that's that's my like he's a genius I think he brings a lot to the table I think it was a huge middle finger to Disney um, for the for him to go over there um, but it may be some good healthy competition. I just hope it doesn't end up like, um, and I don't think it ever will, but I keep getting this comparison like WWE and WCW in my head uh, where, you know, I, I want I want it to be an even playing field. I don't want it to be like a WWE yeah. and AEW now where stars are just jumping back and forth, but the quality over here is so much better. So I don't yeah. know. Well, and I think that's you can look at Suicide Squad as the template because that's really the only movie that James Gunn's done in the DC and I think that's going to be the um the style or the um template the yeah the template of because it had very much it had some James Gunn um quality to it like qualities of of goofiness but it wasn't peacemaker um and so it's it's I think James Gunn is smart enough to know when to be goofy like Peacemaker and when to have just a solid movie. And if you look at Suicide Squad compared to the first Suicide Squad, yeah. uh, the David Ayers, uh, I mean, not just the Rotten Tomatoes and all that, but just the story, everything is so much better. And so I think I think your, your fears are going to be, you're going to be happy about how it moves forward. Uh, because also it's not just saying James Gunn. So it's not just one guy ruling with an iron fist saying this is the way it has to go, but we have two that are hopefully going to be working in tandem uh, to go through and they'll hopefully complement each other on that. But I'm, I'm actually more excited about DC stuff than I have been in a very long time. Um, because even when Jeff Johns was in charge of everything, I thought, okay, this is going to correct the ship. Oof, it did not. Um, and so now we have somebody that has movie experience we have somebody that has writing experience we have someone that has directing experience so kevin feige we all agree is the man Mm -hmm. uh but even kevin feige had never directed or written successfully you know the guardians of the galaxy type of movies uh you know suicide squad or even if you go to some of james gunn's uh late earlier stuff and so i think that is also going to give a a huge leg up to dc because now you have a a studio head that knows 
knows how to talk to and knows the lingo and knows how to work with and and actually make good movies. So I think the quality is going to just shoot way up on a lot of the DC stuff. So I'm I'm really really excited about where it's going. Adam, uh, don't care about DC. Kyle, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of I'm kind of with Justin there. I'm I'm really curious to see as long as the keep, like I said, we keep the dark and gritty. We don't go too goofy. Um, there's always some leans, you know, a little bit of leeway, like we. A little bit here and there's fine uh, when appropriate, but I I go and I watch DC movies because you know I I want that feel, um and you know like like we just we said earlier we you know with the Batman I like that feel that's the feel I like, and so I hope that they can build off of that and keep that going and tie everything together and somehow we get you know. Post-apocalyptic Batman. Okay, I keep forgetting what he's actually called. I just want that. That's all I want. If he, if he can make that happen, regardless of what else happens, I'll be happy. So you'll hopefully get a Batman who laughs at some point because that's about the darkest you can get. Or so. the Batman who laughs. Yeah. Yeah. Specifically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if he's going to pull in like metal or anything like that because be- I wouldn't put it against him. Yeah. That. <laughs> Um, do a really good spin, like really new modern ish spin on like the killing joke would be really cool. Yeah. Yeah, So we can kind of, you know, we maybe we can get a good Joker and then be done, you know, or something. He's already, they've already done some shakeups like Henry Cavill's out, Rock's out, Peacemaker's in. Um, they're worried about what's that? Is Gal Gadot out? Did they say? Um, that's the one they, I haven't seen anything. Nothing about. has been officially confirmed. Because I really do enjoy her as Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. She's easy on the eyes, one, and I think she plays the part really good. Mm-hmm. Bet um, they're, they're trying to lowball her. I, like in money wise. <laughs> I don't if know. I in real life, I'd try to lowball her too. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Hey-oh. Hey-oh. Um, Zachary, uh, is it Levy? Levi. Levi. Um, people were worried about him. He sent out this mystery tweet that said, Ooh, I really wouldn't go believing everything you see on the internet. I'm Gucci Ash. We all Gucci. I think that means that because he did meet with them, I think that they have plans for his um Shazam. So that can be really cool. Uh Jason Momoa has been is in, confirmed as in as Aquaman. They're moving forward with him. There is a Blue Beetle movie coming out. Um, the big thing was, can the Flash movie tie the DCU together? We talked about that. We have Peacemaker Season 2, Aquaman 2, Shazam 2 that's out in, is it February? Not sure. They keep moving it back. They keep moving it back. Yeah. Um, We have a Gotham Knights HBO Max show coming out. Is it based on the video game? No. Okay. Based on the graphic novel. Yeah. Which yeah. the video game was kind of based on, but it's different because it's yeah. not necessarily just the four. So. Right. So it's we'll see what happens with that. I've I've got mixed feelings on that one. Uh, um, Shazam 2 in March, by the way. In March? Okay, yeah. good. Thank you. Um, and then they have a 10-year plan. So I'm interested to see the direction they're going to take it. With Gun at the helm, though, honestly, I'm not that worried. I'm not either. Um. 
let's talk about let's talk about Star Wars real quick because I know B Rob's got to cut out here, and then we've only got a couple more things to talk about. But uh, Star Wars, we got Bad Batch season two, which has started. The first two episodes were great. Um, Mandalorian season three has been confirmed for March first. Um, and then the new Star Wars movie by our favorite Kiwi. Mm-hmm. Um, unconfirmed the date, but it is confirmed for 2023. Yep. And we're leaving the whole Skywalker saga with that. I think it's the last I heard on the right. Yeah. So finally we get to explore. Some, I mean, we've been exploring other stuff, but yeah. um, we get something. Just on not a full screen, movie on form. the big yeah. screen now. Side of, yeah. Yep, we have Star Wars Visions Season 2, which I'm really, I'm there for. Um, Young Jedi Adventures. Has anyone seen the preview for this? Mm-mm. No. Mm-hmm. Um, look it up if you get a chance. Uh, it's a new animated series specifically aimed at young children and their families. It follows the adventures of a new class of aspiring Jedi younglings during the High Republic era. This will be the first Disney plus Star Wars venture set during the High Republic era. Previously unexplored Star Wars era that has... So far, found great success in the world of publishing, which uh, the High Republic era is great in the books. Um, yeah. It's set to premiere in spring 2023, though no official data set. Um, if you guys haven't, go look at the pictures. You can tell it's aimed at younger kids. I think it's going to be great. Um, Ahsoka set for 2023. I'm so there for that one. Skeleton Crew and then the <laughs> Acolyte with a question mark because they haven't confirmed it, but it's hinted at being dropped at that. That's the one I'm probably most excited about after Ahsoka. Have they said anything? Because I haven't found anything what they said the Acolyte might be about yet. Is it about Bane? Is it about Sidious? Do we know? I don't think it's about either uh, that, my, that I've seen anyway. I know that Amanda, Amanda Stein, Steinberg or Rue from, she was Rue in uh, The Hunger Games. Oh, and yeah. And then mm-hmm. um, Daphne Keen, who was um, X-23, in Logan, and then she's awesome yeah. in His Dark Materials. Um, they're both in it. Um, but I just, I'm excited about the cast, and I had read something about the premise of it, but now I can't remember exactly what it was. But it did not specifically talk about either of the Sis, or the Bane or Sidious. It was, or yeah. so we don't know. Um, Is Jude Law supposed to be in Skeleton Crew? Or the accolade. I saw. I read something. I think it was skeleton crew. Skeleton crew. Yeah. Yeah. But that one, even I tried reading up on that. Like everyone's just like, we have no clue. We have no. They're clue. keeping it hush. Yeah, They're really hush, hush. Which I dig. Me too. Um. So, B Rob, do you need to cut out? I do. I've got to go meet. Okay. Well. Thanks for being Anna, here. Thank you for joining us for this. We appreciate you being here. Yeah, I apologize. So we need a couple more things for the technical no, you're good. difficulty you're good, man. and me bailing out. But um, especially good, since I, I'd so. like to get at least one more thing the ingested agree upon. So I know I'm, I'm looking <laughs> well, forward to 2023. That can be the thing that we can both look up forward to. Right. Well, looking forward to 2023 and agreeing with you on everything. So well, thank you, Brandon. We'll finish up here. All right, guys. Thank you. All right, thanks, buddy. Hey, bye. Okay, so now we'll go back. Evil Dead Rise. I am yeah. there. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. That thing was what's different about this one, it's set in the city. Mm-hmm. Urban setting. And this looks gory as hell. Yeah. With the mother. Mm-hmm. I just hope it's just so over the top everything. Right. I right. think it will be. And just that, from the preview. 
that it it does just enough of the old Evil Dead. Like I like the new Evil Dead movie, right? The the kind of reimagining yeah. of it. Yeah. And I think this is following after that, if I remember right, or kind of in yeah. that line with some. Yeah, uh, I don't know if it's yeah. Ash versus Evil Dead stuff thrown in. If I I may be wrong, but I I want I want that over the top campy goriness mm-hmm. and I I want some of that campy humor. I want it. Yeah. I want some shitty one-liners. Yes. I want Hail to know, the King baby. Yeah. Like the only <laughs> the only thing I didn't like about it was the Necronomicon is different. Oh. Like like if they would have kept the same Necronomicon through it all like great. Like this one just it's like it's a bigger book but the face is gone. Like, yeah, like the old... It could come like back, a, though. Well, but I mean, they have a Necronomicon. I don't think they'll bring... Like, I don't think... Well, there's the whole... People were saying, like, well, there's three Necronomicons and Army of Darkness. I'm like, yeah, well, two of them are fake. So, whatever. But that's the only thing that I will nitpick about it. Everything else, I'm like, I'm for. Like, uh, Bruce Campbell said, he, he. I mean, he was a producer on it. So, he's, mm-hmm. he's added his flair. Mm-hmm. I know people are like, this sucks that he's not going to be in it. And I'm like, well, he wasn't in the last one. So yeah. you know, come on. What's that? Was Sam Raimi involved in it? He had input. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I was looking for like even a producer credit or something, and I wasn't seeing him. And I was like, from what I was reading, it's he's, it's not one of his. They just he's like consulted. Okay. Yeah, I think they had a lot of the original. Like, There's a lot of consulting from a lot of the original group. Yeah. They wanted yeah. to keep the feel of Evil Dead, so which yeah. I'm all about. They yeah, did the it's still they still like license out the name kind of thing. So it's right. like they're still based on character, you know, got that kind of thing. Uh, but also, you know, I didn't put this on there. I forgot because it'll go right after this. Uh, Bruce Campbell's been saying that there's uh, Ash vs Evil Dead four. Uh, yeah, and, and and it could be an animated series is what they're saying. Oh, I do remember seeing that. Yeah. Oh, I'm and there. Yeah, because you know he's too old to he's too old to do it, you know. But it's like an animated; it'd be his voice. If, it'd be it'd be campier. If they could do hilarious. it, if they could do it in the style of Archer, right? Oh. You think of that? Mm. That would style? be awesome. That would be the best way to do that. I or think. they change it like on seasons or halfway through. Oh, it's like yeah. in the style of like Bob's Burgers one. Mm-hmm. Every episode <laughs> be a different. And then Tina comes stuff. through and goes, "I want to see your dead butt." <laughs> love zombies. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, look at that butt on that zombie. Uh, Here, Jimmy Junior. Yeah. Oh, so if we could get that, and we get who voices Archer and Bob? I forgot his name. Uh, J. Uh, Benjamin J. John or John H. Benjamin. That's yeah. Let's is. let's get him another. Listen the to Arby's us. guy. Yeah, yeah, let's get them all in. Let's just do it. Get him in there. Yeah, I'm here for it. Um, next we got the six- I had it backwards. Sorry. There we go. Uh, 60th anniversary of Doctor Who is this year. This is you guys. I'm not a Who. I remember it was in the 50th. You know, 10 years ago. That's how math works. Russell T Davies is back. Exactly. He's the guy who's responsible for bringing back Who after it got canceled. I'm excited about this. We have David Tennant back currently as the current doctor and Donna Noble is going to be back also for this episode. Yeah. I didn't like Donna. My least favorite. Um, but the story looks great. I don't know if you saw the preview for it yet that I, I posted it on my Facebook, Justin. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Neil Patrick Harris is playing some unknown villain. Okay, maybe I'll start. Oh, and I'm hoping it's oh. Doctor Horrible. Oh, um, <laughs> that would be awesome. Um, but he's singing in it, so we know it's going to be good. And then that's November. It's uh, from what I heard, it's a three-parter. But then we also have the appearance of the first gay black doctor after that, who we see in the preview. So I'm excited. Love Doctor Who. Very well written. They're also in honor of the 60th. They're going back and colorizing all these classic Doctor Who's, like their best ones, and colorizing it, and they're going to re-release them. So my Tom Baker episodes will be colorized? Some of them, yeah. There'll be Baker, there'll be Sylvester McCoy, um, uh, John Pertwee, all those guys. Do you know if these are going to go on like HBO Max or Disney uh, Plus? Oh, wow, oh. that's wild because the right now the all the episodes are on HBO Plus or HBO Max. And Max, when that contract expires, because Disney Plus bought the rights to all of who. Man, they bought the exclusive we... streaming rights for who Disney's making some smart nerd moves. Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. So, which means you know it'll eventually be on Hulu too and everything else. But, yeah. Um, but yes, as of from last, everything I've been reading is pointing to Disney Plus because they bought the rights. Cool. Cool. I hope, I hope somehow they can get Stephen Moffat in, involved because his oh, that would be awesome. His writing, both on Doctor Who and on you know the Sherlock with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, yep. was just so good. And so, yeah, I'm hoping hoping they can work him in somewhere as well because Davies and and Moffat working together would just be like dream team next well and you saw that um Moffat is begging um uh Martin Freeman and uh uh Benedict to like free up your schedules yeah Yeah. please come sleep on my couch (laughs) so Yeah. yeah um next uh Kyle go ahead and talk about this one Okay, so we got uh, coming, um, I believe it's supposed, originally it was middle spring-ish, but uh, possibly getting pushed back to some other production we have, Attack on Titan, the final season, part three. (laughs) So I'm about a quarter of the way through part two now. This is like one of my all-time favorite shows, and I'm really curious to see where it goes, but I, I started watching it dubbed, and what really got me watching this show way back, win is um is because our you know our friend brad was uh a voice on there uh as daz and <laughs> that um that got me started watching it and there's just so much time in between the seasons and um i'm gonna i can hear the screaming from some people right now that i don't watch this i didn't start watching this sub so i'm gonna finish watching it dubbed uh, because that's how I started it. The voices are all, you know, that's what I'm used to now. So I'll have to actually wait a little bit longer to catch the dub version and I'll be behind and all that. But supposedly this is supposed to finally wrap it all up um, because they're pretty close to, uh, I think, I can't remember how many issues of the mangoes left. But um, yeah, I think they're supposed to wrap up part three with like eight episodes was the last thing I read on that a couple of weeks ago. Um, and it will happen next year. So if you've never watched that show, it's it's great. It it's it's just a constant of uh, you think you know what's happening and you have no idea what's happening, and then you don't know what's happening and you're right. And uh, if you <laughs> if you've never started, I think 
if you kind of get into it a little bit, then you you get sucked into it. Plus that the final season part two that I started watching the freaking theme song. I mm-hmm. rarely add theme songs to any playlists I have, and that one immediately went on my one of my playlists to listen to on the regular. It was just I was my jaw dropped and. Uh, you were happy. I was so happy. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. That's that's one of my favorite shows. Um, Justin, actually, I think you would like it. It's got so much intrigue in it. Oh, I, I love Attack on Titan. It was my entry into anime. Okay, good. Okay, good. there we go. Yeah. Um, my, yeah, my my kiddo got me into it and uh, he was like, Hey, you should check this out. I think you'd like it. And I was like, Yeah, anime. And then he was like, just watch <laughs> it. And I watched it and I was like, Okay, I get it. I'm in. So yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. So um I will tell you uh, one I'm going to add to this is um, came out yesterday. What pisses me off about this season, I was bitching about this to Kyle, is I've been waiting for the winter 2023 anime catalog to come out. Every fucking one has basically come out on Saturday, mm-hmm. like Friday or Saturday. There was 12 that came out yesterday of the ones that I wanted to watch. One of them being Trigun Stampede, Johnny Young Bosch. Back is Vash the Stampede, one of the arguably best animes of all time. Great story, animations. It was ahead of its time. They're basically redoing it, retelling the story for a modern audience with CG animation. And everything I've been reading says it was great. So I'm really excited about this one. Uh, there's a lot going out in comics. We're not going to go through all that. Um, unless, Justin, do you have any big storylines that you know of? I'm... As far as comics, I've kind of detached a little bit from that. I have to, yeah. And so uh, I wouldn't know enough to be able to speak well on it. <laughs> One of the big major ones is they're supposed to end the age of Krakoa, or however you pronounce it, the living um, uh, island that the X-Men are on that allows the resurrections and everything else. And the big event is the Sinister Protocols, I think it's called, um, where Sinister for the past like five years has been plotting and then just there's sinister versions of all the mutants that he's created too. Mm. So like dark beast, stuff like that. So that could be really cool. Could be a big event. Um, supposed to be a major green lantern event this year too, like major one on uh, HBO max. Uh, well, it's been going back and forth and so we'll see, but um, it was going to be Hal Jordan, but now it's going to be, uh, it looks like, um, John Stewart, wasn't it? John Stewart. And so it's should be good. And I, hopefully it will be on HBO max. Um, so that way it'll be longer, more, more, more content. Isn't it in production right now? Yes. So okay, good. So it's out of development now. As uh bat bat woman, bat girl showed us, you could have an entire movie done and yeah. Delved. So um, <laughs> I'm not going to yeah. count any chickens. No. Yeah. Um, big video games for this Aww. year. Um, the Probably one of the biggest is Dead Island 2, which has been 10 years in the making. I, been, I loved the first Dead Island. I did that too. That was so and, much fun. Okay. And they're already saying this one's multiplayer. So I think we know when we're all going to be playing. Well, the first one was too. It was four player, wasn't it? Like, or it was, yeah, it was I think it was. Co-op maybe? Yeah. It was, it was. Four players, but it is four online. Dead Island one was so much fun, right? Which what they're saying for two is there's so many different choices you can make in it. Mm -hmm. You can keep playing the game with friends over and get different outcomes. Wow, good. 
Good. I like. I need some replayability in a game that I'll probably never finish. Now, yeah, <laughs> that's already 152 hours long. Yeah. Uh, a big one. Too. Yes, a big one that's coming out at the end of this month is Have Dead it? Space Remake. Oh yeah. Okay. Are, I'm excited are about that. Remaking the original. Yes. Okay, good, because the one on Game Pass does not work worth a shit on PC. So I've tried to play it so many times. This is going to be on Game Pass for uh, computer and um, Xbox. Good. Have you tried to play the Game Pass one on PC? Yes, you it's just unplayable. End up spinning in a circle. Yeah. Yep. So, okay, so go look at the trailer for the new one. They've done a side-by-side. It's night and day. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to be great. Um, Hogwarts Legacy in February, which I, yeah. I am really... I am pissed. This one is not multiplayer, but I've already got it. Already got it pre-ordered. I'm ready. I'm ready. Uh, I, I I'm ready for it. Horizon Call of the Mountain. That looks good. Another Horizon game. Is that uh, the is that the VR one, or is that the multiplayer? The uh, MMO. It's, the VR two one. Yeah. Okay. VR. Yeah. Yeah. The VR two drops in late February for PlayStation Five. So I'm really looking forward to that. Are you getting it? I'm trying to convince the boss of the household to allow me to, so we'll see. Yeah. She got a teacher of the year stipend. You can afford it. Yeah. It's it's like 550 bucks, I think, already. That's that's if you can buy it from Sony. Yeah. Um, And the other part is whenever I play, I want to, like, you know, click off. I don't want to actually, like, you know, exercise. My name's not Kasig. I don't <laughs> I don't want to look all buff and, and manly. So. Yeah. Um, what else we got here? Oh, this next one, uh, Kerbal Space Program 2. I know a lot of people are excited about that one. I never played it because it includes a lot of math and physics, and I'm not down with that. Kerbal's yeah. hard. Kerbal is I've so heard. hard. I've heard. But this one, um, if you go look at the preview, it's an early access on February 24th. It actually looks really cool. I'll never play it, but it looks cool. Yeah, if there's a multiplayer in there, we'll play it. Uh, yeah, that's true. Um, the last of uh, March, Last oh, of Us Part go, 1. Oh, go ahead. Go back to Octopath Traveler 2. That one, <laughs> that one has me excited because it's also coming out on the PS5. Like, is it really? Yeah, yeah. It's PS5 and Switch, I think, first, even. But yet, Octopath Traveler 1 is the it, PlayStation is the only way you can't play it because it's on Game Pass and Switch, but I can't play it on my PlayStation. I'm like, what the hell? I blame Kyle. I blame, I blame Nintendo. I blame Nintendo. Destiny 2 Lightfall, for those of you who still play Destiny. People still and play that's Destiny. That's still going to be. That's the that's gonna be another. It's gonna be free, right? Because yeah. that's their whole business model yep. going yep. forward. Wu Long Fallen De- uh, Dynasty in March. Uh, I've been reading good things about that one. Um, Last of Us Part One. That one is gonna be amazing. So is that Wait. the remaster of the first one for PC, or is this a like a prequel? I don't know. Like I've heard it's gonna be. Oh, is it saying for? Oh, is this? This is just. I think this is just the PlayStation One. For PC now, I think that's all that is. Master to get that yeah, game. yeah, oh, like they did so with great. Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, God of War. They haven't done Ragnarok yet. Oh yeah, it's a they? remake. It's a complete remake for PC. Yeah, yeah. They, well, they relaunched it for. They remade it for the PlayStation Five, and that's that's what you're, you're getting the port of that one. Yeah. Is what it is. Yeah. So okay. Um, there's and a new. Fate. Oh, go ahead, the Last of Us uh, television show is going to be out. 
month or two. Yeah, I'm excited to watch I, that. I thought it was January 10th. And then it's so, uh, still, it should be good on HBO Max. It is. Let's see, release date. I thought it was this week. Uh, it was. The pipe pushed back, maybe. No, because I just saw it on HBO Max. You know, uh, if you go to HBO Max, they have that big preview thing that they have now for 2023. And I swear I saw it on there. Let's see, January 15th. Yeah, January 15th. So next week. Yep. Sweet. I'm down. Um, Skull and Bones, a new pirate game. Yeah. Got been... good reviews. Well, it's been like being made for like the last like I think five six years or yeah. something, yeah. and it's uh, from Ubisoft, so yep. it's going to be 182 hours. Yep, yeah. it's just going to be Assassin's Creed all over. The collectathon, it's going to be collectathon. Star Wars Jedi Survivor. That's yeah, I'm that'll there. be awesome. So, yeah, um, Cal Kestis' uh, continuing story. Mm-hmm. Did you pre-order the collector's edition to get his lightsaber? No, like. That's a lot of that. money. Yeah, so like yeah, know about that, but he's gonna spend yeah. some money. Yeah, and and it sucks. It's probably already sold out because it's like I think limited run. It was limited run, yeah. And they, well, I have bad things with limited run, so screw them. But their collector's <laughs> editions sell out in a heartbeat. So, yep. uh, Resident and, Evil Four remake. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say one cool thing about it was it was it's the hilt and all the. What is it? The FX versions yep. of the sabers, all yep. their, uh, all the blades fit in it. Which so is awesome. Yeah. yeah. And um, then Stalker 2, Heart of Chernobyl coming out. I still want to play the original Stalker game. Me too. Because that, that influenced a lot of the games that I like to play, like, you know, like Dead Z or Day Z and, um, uh, just like all those, you know, survival type games, Escape from Tarkov. Uh, one of their developers, so Stalker mm-hmm. Two is uh, from a Ukrainian studio, and they actually lost one of their developers in the in the war just like a few days ago. Uh, Jesus, uh, studio is uh, GSC Game World, and yeah, one of their developers that worked with the original Stalker game, and I'm going to assume probably would have been working on this one as well. And he died in the fighting not very long ago, um, about a week and a half, week two weeks ago. But that Stalker series, a very influential series, and and yeah, I'll probably be playing two. I can't remember if it has any multiplayer aspects to it or not, but that's that whole setting is so cool to me. Set around Chernobyl and just all that. Yeah, and that yeah. Um, We're getting a mobile Mortal Kombat. Yes. Um, I don't know how I feel about that one. Um, System Shock remake. I liked System Shock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, where was it? Where's this other one? Um, oh, May Justice League, uh, uh, Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League. That looks great. Really good. Also, Legend of Zelda: Tears of the it, Kingdom. Yeah, it, uh, the Justice League one. Is it? Do we know if it's like? Because that sounded like they were making it like the one v four kind of game. It's is, do we know if it's something like that or if it's? I haven't read a lot about it. They've okay. kept it pretty under wraps. Yeah, okay. Besides, besides the trailer. Yeah, like if they um, make, if if that game becomes like one of these typical one v whatever's, like I won't I won't ever touch it. Probably. 
I don't know. Right. We'll see. Right. Um, and then June's a big one for me. Street Fighter Six, which I pre-ordered already. Diablo Four. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun. I'll, I'll probably be picking that up. I, yeah. I I loved old school Diablo. Oh, I do too. And multiplayer. You know, they already announced. They already said it is multiplayer. <clears throat> um, this one pisses me off. Final Fantasy Sixteen. Yeah, PlayStation only, baby. PlayStation exclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. get with the good system. Me off because get, get I the good love system. Final Fantasies. Mm-hmm. And then there's but, a like, RoboCop Rogue City coming out. Yeah. See, see, I love. I see what like I feel. I you know, like I said I feed off the hatred, the toxic uh, stuff about these shows, but I feed off of Guyver being mad about the PlayStation exclusives because he doesn't have a problem with uh, Microsoft now owning. Every system, everything in the world, and gonna get the next Fallout's only on Microsoft. Uh, that Star Citizen, actually, uh, because because they're uh, trying to buy Star Citizen, but they're making deals left and right. So I don't think they're gonna hold a lot of exclusives. Oh, I one hundred percent think they are because like they're, they're only they're only doing those deals because like the other foreign countries are seeing it and being like, and they're calling for it's like well. You're really not being, yeah, the antitrust stuff. They're making those deals. So as soon as everything goes through in those 10 year deals, they'll release two games and then be able to like, now everything's exclusive to us. Fuck you. Bye. Mm -hmm. That's why. And and I agree with Sony being like, Hey, call of duty needs to be longer than 10 years. Like there should be a infinite thing on call of duty. Like you can do all the other stuff. I agree with, but that one is one of my biggest things. It's like Microsoft's able to just throw all this money around. And they, they yeah, already like, offered it to Sony as a, they offered a 10 year deal. That's all they did was a 10 year deal. And well, they'd they, be no, losing money if they, if they yeah, made no, it. No, no, they, they said it's going to be um like a, what's the Sony equivalent of game pass? Uh, PlayStation plus PlayStation plus PlayStation plus. Premium. They, they were yeah. saying um, from what, what I was reading, they were saying that it's going to be a PlayStation plus. Um, They're, they're going to let people have it for free. Oh, sweet. It's part of the deal. Hmm. And I, I haven't They're heard making money that. somehow on it. Like, yeah, because that's microtransactions. Cause then, yeah. Well, but then Sony doesn't make any money off of it. Well, that's not good for Sony. Uh, it's great for Sony if they get it for free. Yeah, but you have, but no a overhead. lot of people. But that's, but that's not how Sony's like uh, money making thing has been working. It's literally they were selling the games. What makes them more money than the game? Their Game Pass thing, because they don't offer day one games on their game pass it's older games it's uh retro games on that yeah their whole thing is they want to sell that call of duty for 70 bucks and make the money but the thing is what i'm seeing is if they they're trying to alienate you know this wouldn't alienate people saying you know fuck that i can't get call of duty anymore in playstation now they can okay i'm gonna stick with playstation that's all i no, I, I, but what I'm saying is from the money making aspect that makes Sony no money. Yeah. No, I get you on that. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. It's like, I could see them, I could see, like, this is the thing. I, I see Microsoft making that, knowing that microtransactions will still go to Microsoft. I mean, a percentage goes to Sony if you buy it on their platform. Right. But the big money maker is selling a game for 70, then getting the microtransactions. So I can see Microsoft putting this olive branch out there for the people, for like the STC and all these people that don't know the intricacies. And then so then they're because like they're already going to Sony be like, well, they are offering you a 10 year deal. It's like, yeah, that's that's 
well, 10 games probably because Call of Duty is like every year anymore. I think it's a, a two-year cycle now, I think. Okay, slowly, so yeah. five. So you're talking about five games, but then as soon as that's done, they're, they would cancel that that deal. They'd be like, you're done. Like, well, so, Call of Duty like, also starting to make that shift to a uh, game as a or as a as a service, service. type model, yeah. like along like you know Fortnite's and things like that. Uh, yeah. Uh, here's a here's an exclusive thing that'll that might get you a little bit. It's coming first half of the year. Is Starfield? Okay. Xbox PC only. Well, you got your PCs, so you got their chauffeur. That's, that's the one I meant. That's the one I meant, not Star Citizen. Yeah, Starfield. I, Starfield, because that's yeah. is the first new universe from Bethesda in 25 years. Right, you know, with, right. Yes, yes, yes. And supposedly, like, the story is deep. Like, this mm-hmm. is supposed you to be... You can build your own ship. Like, it's supposed to be, like, a big ship builder. I haven't even heard of that. Yeah, it's kind of like cool. Fallout meets space. Fallout yeah. and Elder Scrolls meets space. Single-player campaign. Yeah, uh, open world quarter one, quarter two, twenty. It was supposed to be out in November and it got pushed back. I'm still hoping well, we get a new Mass Effect this year. Yeah, you would. I do love Mass Effect. Shut up. <laughs> um, okay, Welcome PlayStation only. We'll do this last one and then we'll let you guys go here. Um, I was excited about this one because I loved this one, Lollipop Chainsaw. Oh, oh old stuff. Yeah, Man, it's, you it's a remake again. Um, oh, so you do get a look up for skirt again for an achievement. Yeah, oh, definitely. But like the dialogue was clever. The gameplay. Who, who wrote that one too? Like it was someone famous. Uh, uh couldn't tell you. I'm but it's just gonna be a remake. Like, oh, see, Tara is, Strong was in it. Yeah, no, it's a remake. Uh, see, this is but what makes what? me mad. I'll play it like, again. I mean, yeah, but I, I it's kind of like the movie thing. It's like quit, quit making just either sequels multi-sequels or what or reboots like give me some original like i mean i'm fine with lollipop just make it part two like let's get the story moving you know Mm -hmm. okay there we go james gunn later he drew influence from lollipop chainsaw when he directed suicide squad it inspired harley vision where gory murders are Picked through Harley's starry-eyed way of looking at life by mixing hearts and little beautiful things with the blood that is coming out of people Harley's killing. Yeah, it makes sense. So, um, but yeah. Is there anything, Miss Dr. Justin, that you want to leave everyone with? Um, happy 2023, man. Woo, we made it. Yay. So that's that's it. Continue so hope. Uh, of continued success for both you and K-Sig on the podcast and for all the listeners. Yay. Onward and upward. Good year. Everything Excelsior! Huzzah! Everything we've talked about, I'm excited about. Adam? Uh, you know. No, I'm... Uh, <laughs> I'm ready for the year to be over. Uh, Here we are again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> another treat for the road. Yeah, into it. Yikes! I'm. I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited to see where this, uh, where the year takes us. Let's see. Um, I'm ready to hear more uh, podcasts. Uh, stop having a two week break. You know, and then blaming it being sick. Like, you know, come on, let's get this done. Uh, well, come put the suppository in me and help me feel better. Then, Joe, I'll be there in ten minutes, it, Marty. Yeah. Now, oh, now I see. What I, took, I took my last my last day of the Z Pack today. So, yeah. 
And I mean, it sounds like um, is uh, volunteering that when you get sick, he'll just make the podcast. He'll just run it. Who you mean? Some positive chauf? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it'll be, it'll be definitely a derailment, but, uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, and the, uh, the plan on the weekends, I'm hoping that we, uh, get back into that full force. I know holidays wrecked a little bit of that. You guys trading off who's sick, whatever. Uh, Thanksgiving on was kind of rough. Yeah, it was. We shouldn't make out so much, Kyle. I know. Should not. Uh, Don't don't. uh, It's not how you're supposed to split the wishbone Mm. Uh, (laughs) with our tongues. Yeah. Um, And I mean, I'm hoping I I'm hoping to play like more. Hopefully, some different indie games. You know, in there Mm -hmm. more. You know, so. Um, I am not trying to think too hard on 2023 is it's going to stress me out because i know i've got a full plate coming up really soon um I'm, as far as things coming out i'm excited about uh, a few movies and a few things i'm trying to curb my enthusiasm just enough to where i don't get disappointed on things and you know hopefully try to make some more time to to really watch those uh, probably with my kids that's how i like to watch them um and uh i just know like like my year personally, I'm uh, whew, I'm probably going back to school starting in spring to you know continue my education on a few things. So that's going to be fun. Yay! Um, you know, wrapping some things up there. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm there's some games coming out that I'm looking forward to. There's a few movies and a few things. I'm just going to try to a lot of my stuff this year that I'm wanting to watch is actually going back and watching um, some older horror movies and some like. I've got a full list of like eighties uh, fantasy movies like that. I've never watched that. I'm surprised that I haven't watched. So I'm going to be, I'm probably doing some, uh, some revisiting of classics. I think will be, uh-huh. be my thing this year. I, you saw some of my list, you know, like Excalibur yep. on there and, and Barbarella. <laughs> I want to watch heavy metal in the next, you know, so like all <laughs> these like cool old classic movies and stuff because i've been on this nostalgia kick uh, like last night me and little man started watching the transformers movie from was it 86 86, 86. transformers yes. 86 yeah yep so we started watching that and so i i may be doing Stupid a lot of daniel doing a lot of that i may be doing a lot of that this year and um trying to get over my my fomo and keeping up with the joneses which is kind of hard with the things that we talk about on here uh but it uh that that's probably where i'll be going with a lot of stuff this year and gonna finally be a coach possibly right hopefully maybe (laughs) maybe we're getting there uh for me it's pretty much everything that these guys have said it's i you know want to catch up on stuff i want to watch a lot of shows movies it's just finding the time especially as the kids are getting older no, uh, you're it. You're getting ready to be in for it, dude. Yeah. I know. Oh, trust me, I know. Um, you know, I want to be able to hang out with friends more. I want to hang out with you guys more. Um, Pass. eventually, we'd like to have a double or triple date <laughs> or with Kyle and you know Justin and his wife and B Rob. Chof, you can come watch us and video the whole thing. And Rob bring Chof as my date. There we go. <laughs> but, yeah, screw it, screw you, Guyver. Yeah. Um, much prettier much that's true much prettier i yeah. i do want to um can't get more loyal though i i really want to have all of us this little core group here get together for a guy's weekend 
that's a goal that I want to set for all of us is because I think it would be a blast to do. And like Tasha's done it a couple times with girls, you know, and oh, they just say Tasha's had a guys weekend. Like, what? Yeah, I was, I was like, whoa, <laughs> Wait, I, to talk about that. Apparently it's on the internet. Um, okay. you, can, you can, you can give away your fantasy team, but you're not supposed to give away <laughs> your wife. <laughs> One guy called himself black Mamba. Um, <laughs> But I don't know. I'd, I'd, like money? To, I'd like I'd like to do that because it's it seems the older that we get, the less you know we're more family oriented. The less time we get to hang out with the boys, mm-hmm. to me at least in in my realm, um, and that's something that's important to me. I just want to be able to reconnect again because I know the pandemic fucked me. Like mentally and everything, and emotionally and everything, and I'm not the same physically. person I used to be physically. Oh, definitely physically. Um, I'd like to try and get back to being, you know, how I was pre-pandemic. And I think this this is the kind of stuff that's a good first step. So, and I'm just really excited about all the nerds. I looked at the uh, Justin. Remind me to send it to you. One of the sites I bought stuff from, Entertainment Earth, released their Lego pre-order list for 2023. It is massive. It's on there. And it's along with their Funkos. Like, it is nuts. Like, they're getting Sentinel Funko that glows in the dark with Wolverine demolishing it. Nice. So, yeah. No, there's some cool stuff. I like I like where they've been going. I got um, several for Christmas, but I like like this. It's for the listeners. Yes. Oh, that's cool! I've been oh, seeing that is awesome. I haven't big seen big set that pieces one. like that. I've seen them for bands and stuff, but I haven't seen yeah. those. Yeah. So this is the uh, the first, the Brave and Bold number twenty eight, and so it's all the small little with the Starro. And by the way, it was in uh, Denver last week and went to Mile High Comics, which is the mecca of comics. Oh yeah. And Are they shutting down? No, oh no, they're still they're still they're they're growing and still kicking. Good. But they had that twenty eight number twenty eight brave and bold, and it was a hundred thousand dollars. And uh, you I didn't get it. Well, I told everyone for Christmas next year they can all pitch in and get that for me. Uh, so we'll see. But yeah, I, I really like where Funko is going. Uh, they're definitely not just sitting on their laurels. Uh, so I'll I'll have to yeah definitely send me that link so I can look over everything. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So, with that, this has been Every Man's Guide to Nerddom. I'm Chris. And I'm Kyle. And uh, again, thanks to our guests for being here. Uh, B Rob's <laughs> already left out, but Justin Chof, thank you guys. And for all you guys out there listening, have a good morning, night, evening, whatever time it is, wherever you are. And please be good to each other. Fresh cheese bags. See ya. See ya. It could Bye. get elevated. Nerdcore, rise up. It could get elevated. Nerdcore used to be just a made up word. MCs shied away from.